0: And here he is, having the time of his life.
1: <laughs> There's those big brains moving. It is, other than jazz, it's the only other real American art form there is. There's
0: a dirty little secret.
1: I've said that if Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. If it weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. But he gotta eat the booty like groceries. You gonna die doing this, dumb ass? Yeah, yeah, you f-ing fool. Open your mouth so I can give you this milk. Open your f-ing mouth, man. I gotta do you like my two-year-old baby. The truth of the matter is... You were not a good baby. Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend, until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and you need an asbestos diaper. To be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants, you ain't seen nothing yet. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learned quick, fast, and hurt. They call her? Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. What? Yeah,
2: it's, it's for real, for real, yeah. You told me to leave wallet in my order while you're making out with that slut.
1: Being in the industry with how much do you take on your face? Bam, all upside his head. Just slap the to make you slap somebody. But this is terrible. Twenty-six years old, you and know, bring your kids anywhere. Off, I had to take off my shoes, run. So kiss my black I am outraged. Not okay. They make fun of my nose. They call me ugly. They say I have no friends. I would just reiterate that again. Our record's unacceptable and we accept full responsibility for that. I'm a
0: made man in this town in this in this media you're coming to my world you got to you got to earn your way in my world you don't just get a free pass because you were good at playing tackle in the NFL thank you and god bless america good night Welcome to the Sandsbury Show
2: on Rock 106.9, online at WRQK.com, and your last day to get hooked up with $1,000 every single hour on Rock 106.9 from 6 o'clock this morning till 9 o'clock this evening. I would just like to tell Joe Thomas that you absolutely get a free pass, bro. You come down here, you do whatever you want in Canton, Ohio, we're going to look the other way and put you. In, we're going to put you in the hall no matter what.
3: Yeah, what gets you up for a pass then? I mean, if, if, if being the best player the,
2: the Browns have had in 20 years, what does? You, uh, you get a free pass. I apparently dude his Tomahawk podcast is like the fastest growing podcast in like the history of podcast. I don't know what that means or <laughs> you know what I mean if that means anything I don't know. I mean I don't know. But uh I think Joe Thomas gets a free pass and he would get a free pass. And I would extend the offer to Joe to come on the program and that I would uh, I would be much better to you and would treat you better than Tony Rizzo did. I think that would be pretty easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's pretty pretty hard to do it any worse than that. How are you this morning, fantastic? I'm uh,
3: standing good on a Friday, man. I, I feel like we had a pretty good week. I feel like uh, you know, like like good about the show today. I feel like there's things we want to get done. I know Munch is on the lineup, so oh, I'm pretty excited, man. Oh my god,
2: dude! I completely boned and forgot about Munch. Well, he'll be here seven o'clock, baby. Oh my god, we, you know
3: dude! You try to bump Munch; he's coming in over the top, dude. I mean, there's no stopping the guy,
2: dude. I, this is not—I'm not kidding. I completely spaced. I forgot about that.
3: Um, well, good. Whatever you had there, now we can move out something. Else, dude, the show's getting easier and easier by the minute,
0: buddy. I
2: got good news for you, Jay. I know you're <laughs> listening. You don't have to pull your hair out about inmates in New York getting free tablets because I forgot about much. So we're going to do that. Actually, we probably will get into that because I think that is going to make some people angry. Of course, I think that will. Uh, will do that. Of course, dude. There's some things going on, and again, eight thirty, dude. There's something going on with Tom Brady that I that I, dude I cannot believe. And if it were your neighbor. You'd be in their yard with pitchforks, like, trying to get them to move out of your neighborhood. And I couldn't believe I saw it. So, at 830, we'll 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 get in the time. Okay. Dude, look at Panto. Okay. He okay. can't okay. wait. No, of
3: course I can't, dude. I think anyone that saw that video has something to say he about cannot it. cannot so. wait. No, very excited for it. What's the story of Stansbury? Uh, what do you got going dude, on? What's, so what's what's happening?
2: I Not much. I mean, not much. I'm ready for the weekend. Right. I don't know why. I'm still dealing with that cold. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I have no plans this weekend. Like, I'm not working the Agora or anything. And so I think I'm just going to, I'm just going to hunker down again all lay weekend. Low, yeah. Low, a
3: lot of Zelda going on.
2: Ah, dude. I'm, yeah, probably. I mean, I was going to be like, yeah, I'm kind of getting over it, but I'm not at all. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not at all. Actually dude. Game of the decade. Probably, uh, it, you know, is how good that is, I, dude. I'm very boring right now, dude. I need the weather to break so I can play golf.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's at the point, and I woke up this morning, and it was snowier than I thought it was gonna be until I hit mercy, and then it would just snow cease to exist. It was weird. There was just like a line right there. That's the same
2: thing that happened to me. Yeah. Um,
3: but it it's it snowier than I thought it was gonna be, and there was that moment I walked outside this morning where I'm just like. F you, winner! Enough is enough. I'm done with it. I know Groundhog's Day today, so hopefully Chuck or or or, or the the woodchuck or whatever he whatever he's supposed to do he does. And dude, I, I, hopefully we're done with the worst of
2: it. Are we still pretending to to to, to think this is the thing?
3: I don't think anybody's looking at this as like is like all right, this is you know an accurate weather forecast. But I, I think it's just the 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 circle or the 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 pomp and, you know in circumstance of it. I think. The silliness of it. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things. I mean, dude, we have a national every other thing day. Why not? You know, why not?
2: Bucks the toddy Phil,
3: right? Well, that's, why, it, why that's, that's who it is. Why doesn't Phil get his own day there? So.
2: How many people do you think listening right now could spell Puxatawney? I don't even know if I could. P u
3: x a t a w n e y. Maybe it's. I have right. no idea. Sure, say, I'm gonna mean, nod yeah. through and be like, "Look at Fanto, <laughs> like, all right, nailing yeah. and, and So,
2: dude, if you have that, if anybody asks you, yeah, that's how you spell. Is there a red squiggly underline underneath that? I do not know. <laughs> yeah. I do not know. Yeah. yeah, I do with texting these days. And yeah, yeah, you know every you know every program you use. Correcting your uh, your spelling. I'm not sure people could spell anything, uh, you know, pretty much anymore That's the one thing I you know, I always thought, you know, I talk about this a lot. I spell all right I'm a punctuation nightmare like there's always, like every time I'm always like, well, maybe I'll get punctuary, you know, punctuation for dummies. And I'm like, well, we don't even have bookstores anymore. No, <laughs> no <laughs> Wait, you can't even get so that. So where the hell am I going to get that? Um, but like th- that is one of those things about me that I hate.
3: They run TV commercials for it. And I mean, I'm sure there's online commercials for it too, but they run spots for it. And it's this program called Grammarly and it's free. And it's spell checking, but it's takes things kind of a step further and it helps you a lot with your punctuation. And like, I know by downloading it at that point, I am accepting that somebody is watching every keystroke I make but I think that's already happening anyway so I'm like alright I'm just going to download Grammarly you know what I mean because like what are they not watching what you're typing of course yeah, they dude, are
2: you porn got of you there course, of
3: course yeah. of course they are so I, I, I would definitely recommend that I feel like if nothing else it shows me like well do I need a comma here do I not need a comma here like and uh, there's at least you know I feel less stupid when I press publish so
2: <laughs> so, you, yeah, I, so, so you download it for your phone like
3: oh, you can download any, yeah with your phone or as like any, any web browser that you have or whatever like there's an app for it too for your phone but it just like yeah it just it's a spell check but it's also a grammar check it's also like hey here's a suggestion for a better word so you don't sound so stupid like you know oh, what i mean like it gives nice. you yeah I, do, I, wish little we had, I wish we had like a vocal one of those for this like how do we not have one of these for the program
2: what's um, another word for dude <laughs> Yeah, I would, uh, <laughs> I would absolutely agree. Every single hour on this program, your shot at $1,000. The first one's right now.
0: Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword bank to 200 200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message 69.
2: Welcome back to the Stan's Ratio, Rock 1069. We'll talk to Mark Munch Bishop, Munch on Sports, 7 o'clock this morning. I'm promoing that because I had forgot we were going to do it. (laughs) And I'm not reminding you.
3: I'm reminding me. I I just got a lot I want to ask Munch about the Cavs, dude. I do.
2: Munch on loan from uh, Fox Sports 1350, everywhere from uh, the iHeartRadio app. I want to thank Christy, who uh, wanted us to know that Punxsutawney is spelled P-U-N-X-S-U-T-A-W-N-E-Y. I will never remember that. No. Uh, No. We're telling you that because apparently it's Groundhog Day? Yeah. I don't get that at all. I, dude, it's always seemed ridiculous to me. Like Even as like a teenager, I was like, w- wait, hold on a second. Grown-ups gather to check where like this fuzzy animal is going to tell us if I get snow?
3: Uh, I mean, I think it just goes to show... Then
2: what the hell are we spending all that money on dual Doppler systems for? What is for? Jeff
3: Tanchek doing? Um, just wasting bread. But it just goes to show, I mean, when you don't have an understanding of science, when you're just left to like... Uh, I I don't know. God, mysterious ways. Who knows how it all works? Like, you, I, I, it was it was probably just like, dude, yeah, groundhog is as good as anything, you know.
2: I I guess, yeah, maybe. What's the accuracy rate of Puxitani Phil? Like, I it, does he nail it? Like, as if I, it, like, dude, if he's got like a hundred percent success rate, I'm gonna feel like an idiot. I, how do How do we
3: even know if he sees his shadow? You know what I'm saying? Like, do Ooh, we? we well, that's we a don't, good question. We too. don't. We don't see things through a groundhog's eyes. We don't know. Did he see it? Did he not? I don't don't know what the criteria is. I don't know what the success rate is. I do know, and it's weird, but my girlfriend has this strange obsession with groundhogs. She
0: does. Yeah, she always has.
3: And I mean, since she was like a kid, she told me she was like, it was always just like one of my favorite animals, like, because, you know, I would see him in my backyard. She's, you know, she's from Amish country down there. And she's like, and I always just, you know, have loved like big, dumb looking things. And I was like... Oh, there you go. Son of a bitch. We nailed it. (laughs) Sitting here big and dumb looking over here. we, We figured it out. So I know tomorrow, I mean, I know today's Groundhog Day, but tomorrow, I think it's the Sippo Lake Library that I'm going to with my girlfriend for a groundhog celebration. A groundhog celebration is what I'm
2: going to tomorrow.
0: Oh my God!
3: I know, dude.
2: I know. I know. All right. So, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. Where do I start? Uh, I don't know. Where? Do, where? where, where? Know. First of all, this is what I I, I want to get back to. Punxsutawney Phil. Just okay. one quick second. Okay. How many of these have we had? Is it like the ultimate warrior? Is it, oh, it, yes. So we've had like four fills? I think they probably
3: only live uh, 10, 15 years at the most. Okay. I'm sure they're like a cat. So, yeah, I'm sure they've had plenty of them.
2: And what the hell happens at a groundhog <laughs> celebration? I,
3: I do not know. I don't know Are where there f- food trucks. I might want to go. I, I don't know where she found this information. <laughs> and I, it, from what uh, she sent me, this Facebook thing, it's, it's like, you know, a Facebook event. And from what it looked like to me, I'm like, babe. I kind of think this is for like kids. And she's like, I don't care. We're going to it. And I'm like, son of a bitch. So yeah, tomorrow, like I said, I think be it's... Be careful where you point your phone tomorrow,
2: bro. <laughs> I'm just I'm telling just, you. Oh, I don't no, know. dude. Yeah. Phone
3: in pocket yeah. the whole time. Dude. Like, why are,
2: you, why are you two filming my kid? Like, yeah, that's the last thing you need. And,
3: and there's going to be someone that asks me like, oh, which one of these kids is yours? And I'm just going to like point to a group and be like, oh, yeah, that one over there. Just pretending like I'm a father because
2: what the hell else are you doing here, you know, my dude? Girlfriend's going to be pointing at you like <laughs> uh, that, one, that, one, that one came out of the womb like that. I uh I I'm hearing that uh that groundhog day is with Phil is a lot like how we handle St. Patrick's Day. It's just a reason for people to get together and get hammered. Okay. Okay. Well, if you live there, like, then I get that.
3: Oh, I didn't necessarily understand that that was considered a drinking holiday there. I didn't, I did not know that. I didn't, I didn't know, know that I didn't either. Know, I had I know, no idea. I didn't know there was any party associated with it. Now that I do know that, I feel like maybe my, my stance on Groundhog Day is a little different. Maybe I'll get <sighs> hammered before I go to the library. All right.
2: Or, I mean, dude, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've turned I, I've had a turn of opinion over other things when people are like, no, dude, once you get there and you realize the party, you'll love it. Right. Well, like the Kentucky Derby. Like, right. I, I was like, I don't know if I would care about going to that. And then we went and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing.
3: Yeah, dude. I mean, and I, you know, I think it's like a going to a concert that you don't necessarily love the band, but it's like, dude, you're going to go to Blossom and you're going to drink beers outside Jimmy and, Buffett, and it's gonna be fine. Get hammered. And, 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 yeah. and, 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 and who cares there? So I, um, I, I do want to know, as we sit here February 2nd, Groundhog Day, does that make the official stands? Do Not Masturbate list? Pucks of Tony Phil Day? Yeah. Nah. No, you can masturbate on Groundhog's Day. <laughs>
2: dude, I'd wipe off with that groundhog. <laughs> oh, I, I would, yeah, I don't care about that groundhog. Stansberry dog. has a
3: rule Well, he will not masturbate on certain calendar holidays, and I think it's just a weird line where you draw it, but okay. Uh, okay, the, the, well, <laughs> I,
0: I, I've never really made the
2: NCAA bracket <laughs> of holiday, and I don't, fine, let's do it, okay, all right? all right. I feel like Christmas feels sad. No, okay. Okay? Okay. Uh, Valentine's Day feels sad. Okay. That so one feels sad, right?
3: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it
2: does. Like, you're alone. Everybody else is like, you know, and there you are like, well, well, maybe we'll just like ease this one out of myself.
3: Right. Just thinking that Trina Michaels loves you. Mm. She does not, dude. <laughs> she, she does not at It'd be all. be a lot
2: cooler if she did, <laughs> man. Um, so like those two, Mother's Day feels weird. <laughs> you're <laughs> you know, not
3: masturbating to your mother. I know, but
2: just like, <laughs> dude, you're supposed to be like, you know, honoring them and thinking about them a lot. And I just feel... Horn, maybe? <laughs> Maybe, maybe, I, oh maybe my he's a little timely stand there. Oh, bro, stop. All right, That's all right, gross. All right, all right. So those three, what, rattle off some of them. Thanksgiving? Other- I, dude, you're working up an appetite there, so I might let that Thanksgiving one. Thanksgiving
3: night, I feel like once everybody leaves, then you can totally go master. If you have
2: the energy after all that turkey, then then yeah, then go with God.
3: Um, any of the patriotic holidays, Veterans Day, New Year, or um, uh, Fourth of July, anything like that? You okay with those? Memorial Day?
2: I, do you want to play with your roman candle on Fourth of okay. July? I'm cool with that okay. one. Like that one doesn't necessarily M- feel lonely. Memorial
3: Day, we're talking, we're talking soldiers who have made the ultimate sacrifice. Masturbate, no masturbate. I don't, don't
2: want to make jokes about that, no. so. I'm I alright. I, I may be guilty of waking up and not remembering. <laughs> be
3: like oh, son of a bitch. Didn't think about that. You know one. I mean,
2: but like Christmas. Valentine's Day, it just feels like God, if you can't take a break from yourself You know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to be Putting your kids' Legos together You know? Like, that's what you're supposed to be doing Dad, where are the batteries? Like, well, in this sex toy mom and I bought Like, that's, you see what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like it's A little strange. Like, this was One of those things I just kind of casually always Said as a joke, and then people kind of like backed me in a corner where it had to be like a Legit system. Are you masturbating today? Dude, the, that's what Honestly, on holidays, that's what everybody tweets at me and asks me. And actually, I was at Christmas. I was, you know, over the holiday, right. and I was sitting at my my brother's table. We were playing hearts, and I got that tweet, and I started laughing. And my brother's like, "What are you laughing at?" And I was like, "Ah, dude, a bunch of people listen to the show. Ask me if I'm masturbating right now." <laughs> <laughs> and I said it so casually because that's the way my life is. You know what I mean? That I forgot that other grownups don't have that. And so my brother was just like, wait, what? Like, why do they care about that? And I was like, well, I got this weird thing about holidays where it feels lonely. And actually, dude, my sister-in-law chimed in from the kitchen. <laughs> she was like, I got it. And she's like, Dan, normally I think you're crazy. She's like, but I got to give you that one. She's like, Mother's Day, Christmas. She's like, I like it. She's like, I like the fact that there's at least a respect issue happening here. Yeah,
3: it's a strange line, but that line is in the sand and, uh, you know, wherever the holiday lies on, on it, you know, I hope you enjoy yourself. You, today, well, then.
2: here's the thing: like, you, I, 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 I could not sign off on today because I already screwed. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Your boy already screwed it up. I woke up, dude. There was already thoughts in the brain. I woke up a little early, had a little extra time. Was like, read? No, absolutely, absolutely not. We'll handle this. So no, I've already sunk the ship for uh, for Groundhog Day making the list. I hate when you remind people.
3: <laughs> Dude, it's any holiday, any holiday that pops up. I'm like, oh, I wonder if Stansberry's going to J-O today. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> you just, yeah, you just are relentless <laughs> with this issue and just will never, ever let it go. More Stansbury Show right around the corner. You guys hang on.
0: The Stansbury Show. Kenton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. 106.9.
2: This is show on Rock 106.9, online for you, WRQK.com. We'll talk to Munch, Mark Munch Bishop, at uh, 7 o'clock this morning. I, however, am... I, I, dude, I cannot wait for the 8 o'clock hour this morning. All right. First, we'll give somebody $1,000, right, because we're doing that every hour, right? And then we're going to find out douchey things that a bunch of us do, and you, you'll look at other people in public and be like, What a douche. But do this list of douchey things? Like, I have to have my hand raised. There's a couple of these things I do. And when I read them, I was like, damn it, that is douchey. I totally do it. I need to stop doing that.
3: That's the worst, man. You're sitting there, and you're judging people, reading this article, and then you're like, wait a second. I know somebody like that. It's me, damn it.
2: And then 8.30, Tom Brady's doing something that is I can't believe I saw happen. Like, if your neighbor did this, you'd be freaking out. So at 8.30, we'll tell you what's wrong with Tom Brady. And then at 8.45... Your girlfriend's favorite place ever is about to open. All right. And uh, she's going to want to stand there. And Instagram right in front of that. So get ready for that. 8 o'clock hour is going to be big. Can't wait. You know what else I can't wait for? Dude, I completely forgot about this. Dude, first yeah. Friday tonight. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, they have a Mardi Gras theme going on. Nice. Obviously. You know what I mean? That time of year. And uh, as a guy who's been to Mardi Gras not once but twice... Uh, I absolutely love New Orleans. I had so much. I, dude, we went back to back years. I had so much fun the first year. I was like, ah, let's go back. As a matter of fact, dude, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, Phantom. So I went the first year, Mardi Gras. I think it was 2000 is when we went. Right, My buddy's mom lived down there, uh, not far from the French Quarter and all that. So she was like, why don't you guys, if you guys want to come down to Mardi Gras, just come down here and stay, stay at my house. Whenever I'm close enough, you'll be fine. And I went down to Bourbon Street with my buddy. There was just the two of us went the first year. The next year, we took like, like four more people with us. But the first year was just the two of us. And um, he had been to New Orleans before to see his mom, and I had not. Right? And we get down to Bourbon Street. And we're partying. Everybody's having fun. And we're getting hammered, the whole thing. And I lost my buddy. On Bourbon Street in the year 2000. This is before text messaging. This is before like, hey, take a picture and show it to me where you're at and I'll come by. Like, dude, legitimately, when you lost somebody, you lost them. They were gone. And so I had no idea what to do. So I walk One end of Bourbon to the other, just back and forth. Just like maybe just looking through. Well, that kind of looks like him. That kind of looks like him. You know what I mean? And so you don't know. So then you start thinking about the logic of the other person. Well, what are they going to think to do? Like, what are they right? And so then I end up at the far end. I think it was like the north end of Bourbon, and I and I'm standing on like I'm sitting on a street corner. And I'm just kind of like drinking my hurricane like, oh, no, what do I do? It's, a, it's his mom's house. I'm, I don't know here. My, no idea, my, my right? ticket to fly home that I don't need for four more days is obviously not in my pocket. I don't know what to do, right? right? And so I just start looking around, and I just started to realize I was like, oh, I ventured into a part of bourbon. Maybe that isn't for me as there was just a bunch of dudes and leather ass- assless chaps. I was Jeez. like, dude, I got to get out of here. Right? So I like stand up. And luckily, I had found where we parked the car. And I went, I was like, I think that's the parking garage we were in. And I just went back to the car, and he was sitting in the car waiting for you. Waited me. for you. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And so the next thing I know, we just went right back out to Berman Street, handcuffed each other to one another, and then we just went and partied. It was I th- awesome. I
3: thought you were going to say you found your buddy in the assless chaps there. I was going to say, just, 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 hey, there Better you story. are, Derek, there you are. Better story. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I, Dude, it, it always kind of amazes me of, like, you're right, you know, 15, 20 years ago when not everybody had a cell phone attached to their hand at all times, like. You lost somebody. What were you supposed to do, dude? I was legit scared. I always like scared. I, and then like you you get lost. You don't know where the hell you are. Sometimes I just look back and it's like, dude, you were old enough to remember this. And I'm like, well, thank God I don't have to live it, dude. Give me a phone, dude. Give me
2: Uber. Give me all that stuff. This is what's crazy is that I was there. It, it was I'm pretty sure it was the year 2000. And we went the first time and so we're on one of the balconies and the playboy parties across the, the, like the, the street. And so we're kind of like watching that from their balcony right. or whatever. And so we're having some fun. Next thing you know, we go downstairs, start walking bourbon going. And girls are taking their tops off, you know, because it's like, welcome to New Orleans. They're, you know, they're kind of famous for that, for Mardi Gras and all that stuff. Right. And so I remember saying to a guy who we just happened to meet on the street, I said, this don't get me wrong. It's like, yeah, there's naked people everywhere, but like it's sold to you like this was it, like it's crazier than this. And this was the year 2000. And the guy said to me, he's like, dude, camcorders ruined Mardi Gras. He's like, once people realized they could be filmed, uh, yeah. he's, like, they, he's like, it's not. they don't want to be on your home video doing this stuff. It used to be like you just let loose here and it didn't matter. No one was so, ever going to know. So imagine now. With everybody, not everybody had a camcorder back then, because they were still a lot of money. Yeah,
3: and you weren't necessarily going to be walking around with a camcorder. I mean, that was a bulky thing to to carry with. People yeah. would have seen you. they would have this right, and right. that.
2: Right where now, I so I got to imagine that it's that it's even it, it's more sanitized even now because of everybody in the in their brothers got a got a camcorder in their pocket. I
3: mean, let's be real. Like if you're a woman, you know with a job that you care about or a a position in the community that you care about, that thought of like, well, if I show my boobs, all of a sudden who knows what this you know, who knows who grabs it. Somebody somebody's on some, you know, amateur porn site sees me from the school board and
2: all of a sudden it's like,
3: you know, well, there's Mrs. Anderson over there just, you know, flashing those flashing those honkers out.
2: Like the amount of women on those balcony parties. Who were older than we were? Because again, I was only twenty-four. May I? I don't know how long ago. Young it's, little fresh
3: face stands. I, I'd have to. Right I'd there. have
2: to really do the math to think. I. I, I can't remember. But it, it, early twenties, right? And so, like, there were a, a bunch of older women that were like, "Take your penis out."
3: Jeez.
2: Like, would just grab Like, because they were like, "Look, women take their tops off." They would just grab you by by like by the penis and be like, "Take it out."
3: If and what? No. I what no, I've never been to Mardi Gras before, and like,
2: you should go. It's <laughs> awesome. I,
3: I've never been, but I have watched a couple of episodes of cops when it comes to Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. If you're pulling dong out, you're getting arrested, right? Like they're they're okay with boobs. If you pull dong out,
2: it was still like, hey, young lady, like, dude, they still were like they got to put up the front of being cops. You know what I mean? And it's I will give New Orleans Police Department this because they're, I guess, wildly known for being corrupt. Um, But like they don't let you go down the side streets off of bourbon. Like they, like they're blocked off and they'll tell really? you, they'll say to you, you keep walking if you want, bro. You're probably going to die. Jeez. Like, cause the, like the thing is, dude, that's a dangerous ass city. Like when I, we, we were driving down the freeway to get di- like downtown and you could see a housing project from the freeway, the entire outside wall, like there was a huge hole in it. You could watch people watching TV in their living room from the freeway. Eesh. I mean, dude, that's how run down it was. It was, and you remember, I was there pre-Katrina. That's what I was going to say. That's another reason why I want to go back. I would like to see the differences between pre and post-Katrina. I'd like to see that. But, I mean, so, like, that town has serious desperation issues in it and serious crime. Like, I remember we were going to one of the parades because Britney Spears was going to be, like, on one of the floats. So we're like, all right, well, yeah, let's go see, right? And we were driving through one of these neighborhoods to try to find a place to park to watch the parade, and a nine-year-old kid. Like smacked the side of our rental car. It was like, you better get out of here, white boy. We'll hit Jeez. you with these tools. Jeez. And like, dude, a nine-year-old kid telling us he's gonna shoot us because we were in like the like the fifth ward. It was like, dude. I was like, dude, where is Master P? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Master
3: P's nine-year-old I'm right saying, there. Uh, well, I'm saying. I'm uh, saying. <laughs> like, dude,
2: it's like the Ghetto Pass, right? I'm supposed to be allowed.
3: No, obviously, there's a lot of desperation in New Orleans. If old women are asking to see your penis, <laughs> dude, like, <obviously>. why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? You
2: couldn't have been, you, dude. You couldn't have given us a bleeding heart about a nine-year-old kid not having enough not having parents out there like living the living the life of a thug no (laughs) No, absolutely not a small dog 651 (laughs) throw stansberry underneath the bus absolutely we'll talk to mark munch bishop munch on sports next on rock 106.9 good morning
0: the stansberry show or the god of your choosing best morning ever it's rock station rock 106.9 106.9
2: Welcome back to the stands show on Rock 1069 online at WRQK.com, hooking you up with a thousand dollars momentarily. However, it's Friday morning, seven o'clock. We do it every single week on loan to us from Fox Sports 1350 and everywhere. On the on the free iHeartRadio app, it's Mark Munch Bishop. Munch,
1: how are you, buddy? Baby, I am so good. Come on, man. Friday, the glorious so almighty weekend. Never felt better.
2: Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> so let me bring you back down. Uh, <laughs> Two things. <laughs> things are pretty bad with the Cavaliers, Munch. What the hell is going on?
1: I was at the game Wednesday evening, okay? okay. Now they won. So to say, again, how could they be that bad? However, I'm looking at things not liking what I'm seeing, okay? Now, this is not LeBron from when he left the last time. But watching LeBron and Dwayne Wade, I asked question yesterday, you know, is it uh, frustration? Is it arrogance? On more than one occasion, I saw LeBron have to direct a player on his team to a defensive position, right? There was another time where Dwayne Wade set Tristan Thompson up beautifully. Thompson got behind his man, you know, for that lob to throw it down. And Thompson just watched the ball go over his head, didn't even try to get it. Wade looked at him, shrugged his shoulders, and Thompson you know, basically said, I thought you were going to shoot. Well, you don't think anything. You think you hit the ball every time you're on possession, whether you get it or not, from Kraft keeping So that's just on the court thing. Then you hear the things behind the scene. Then you have Kevin Love breaking his hand. Now, guys, with all that, I'm going to bring it back up. They are still going to the finals, okay? There is still some moves that need to be made that they will make. But you know what? I'm not going to deny it right now. There's something brewing, and I felt it, and I feel it. There's, I, I don't care what I read. You know what? The Golden State stuff is just silly. I'm going to say that, too. I agree. Okay? I, I, there's it's, nothing to It's that. just silly. But there is something going on, a vibe that I don't like.
2: I, I would agree with you. The Golden State thing makes no sense. I think if you even if you're Golden State, you're telling LeBron, stay away, bro. We can beat you. We think we're gonna sweep you in four. We're the only team in the in, we're the only team in the league that doesn't need you. I think that's all a mess. I think it's Houston.
3: Yeah, nobody in the NBA would want that to happen. Nobody, I mean nobody right. in the even NBA. Even the commissioner, I think, is gonna, it, like, gonna steps step in because why are we even having a season next no, year? No, nothing matters. Much, to me, it just seems like joyless basketball, and that's a bad thing to see with a team with it's LeBron a- on it. it. You know, that that game It's an honest assessment. That game does have a certain level of funness to it. That game has a certain level of happiness to it and it just seems like everything has been sucked out of the Cavaliers. In order to change that, what are the Cavaliers gonna have to do?
1: Well, number one, they're gonna have to keep winning. Number two, flashback, not to the lost Detroit guys. By the way, that lost Detroit was as bad as getting blown out by Golden State. That was an undermanned Detroit team, right? That had no chance. had no, no freaking reason to win the game, except to say, "Hey, we know that we could play and beat these guys." It was their own little triumph, okay? But now, flashback to the, the Pistons game on Sunday. Mike Fudil told me the same thing. I saw them having fun again. Gosh, dang it? It only lasted one game. However, after they blew the thirteen-point lead Wednesday night. They played great defense down the stretch and beat Miami. There was a good vibe after that one too, with all the bad things that happened, you know, during you know the game. Now, Houston, Daddy, I still don't see that one. Okay, if anything, LeBron, you know, it's like, okay, great, he's gonna go to Houston now. Family in Cleveland, house in L.A. On down the line. Bottom line if I still say he stays unless wow. something really, really gets him going and ticks him off. And there's some things for that could get him going and take him. This is what I'm saying this is one of them that may even be harder than the last time around because it's just so bizarre.
2: I think much. This has been my take on LeBron for the last few weeks, which is I think he's leaving, and I've thought he's been leaving since before the Kyrie trade. I've been kind of on this a little early, but I think okay, it, I think and, and I've been
1: the opposite, yeah.
2: I think he's leaving, and I think in his mind, what he did is he's like, well, I'll come back. The entire league kind of hated me for leaving Cleveland, right? It was, it was every market's fans kind of thought I was a bum for doing it. So I'll go back to Cleveland. I'll give them their title, and if I leave there again, yeah, the Cleveland fans are mad, but the rest of the NBA fans are, like, are going to look at Cleveland and go, ah, oh, well, dude, he gave you a title. Shut up right and so he knows like his image in that regard has been kind of cleaned up which is why he doesn't go to golden state because you just tarnish it all over again but i think i do think he's going to go i don't think it's the clippers um i think the lakers have a better chance to land lebron than the clippers do i think if he's going to be playing basketball in la he's going to want to be with the la team he's not going to want to be like anybody's second hand like that so i think maybe you maybe trade Lonzo out of there, get LeBron, maybe Paul George playing with the Lakers. And I think that the league would probably like to see him in a jersey like that, right? Like a Knicks jersey, a Lakers jersey, a Celtics jersey. I mean, if you're the league, you want LeBron in a premier franchise like that, right?
1: They do, and bro, you just said something that made my mind start rocking again because when LeBron left the last time, of course, I should have known, Olympic game, Bosh, Wade, Already talking about it, going to Miami. But I always felt and this was now seven years ago, eight years ago, that if you want to be the man, where do you go? You go to the New York Knicks. Right. It is the capital of the world. You know, so much say no no, you know, Oklahoma City could be the biggest stage because of T V and that. Well, Name-wise, it's not. It never will be. This is the capital of the world. You want to make something happen. You want to turn around the war of unfranchised. with a couple of young stars. Okay. That would be the way to go. And guess yeah, what else, Dan? And Fantone, if he goes to New York, did I tell you earlier that got back to the face? He never, ever wants to see Kyrie make the finals, and that keeps him away from the finals again, too. Dan, something he said to me the other day, to ask, what does brought me to the franchise. The demise of the franchise is from another radio guy. I said, Martin Freak at me? I said, you know, what, what, what prescription meds are you on? <laughs> is that three years in a row? They've been to the finals. They've won one. Yeah, I don't want them to go. But when you take a step back, because, guys, I'm telling you, they are going to the finals again this year. Don't know what's going to happen right now. The fans good. loves
2: it.
1: If I, yeah, if we said, hey, we okay, Browns, Indians, we're going to the finals four years in a row, World Series, Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, it's I don't pretty think, cool.
2: I don't think LeBron's the demise of the franchise. I said the other day on the show, Mark, I, I, I said the other day that you're in a unique situation with LeBron, though, because the best thing you could do to make sure you got assets back to protect yourself is trade him away. However, you cannot trade LeBron James. You just cannot do it. So you're kind Thank of a, you. you're kind of in a in a, in a no win. But you're only going to be in that kind of situation with once in a generation kind of guy, and you just happen to have him, which is all the more reason why you never trade him away. Plus, leaving the team is not a LeBron issue; it is a professional athlete issue. We are living in the mobility era. It's just what's going to happen. It's just that these guys have more options than ever before now, and they're going to use them much like you and I would. We would want mobility in our careers, so that's why I feel bad like telling athletes, "No, you do loyally. You just like hang out." You know what I mean? Because we would want to be able to move when we wanted,
1: right? Well, bro, you know, I did, and, and I was blessed that I could stay in exactly. Cleveland where I was, and some of my best friends in the world were there. I did not want to be anymore because I just didn't like it. And that could be what it was for LeBron, because there's no doubt there is friction, okay? I would agree. And, and there's no doubt that, you know, now, LeBron, you know, placed in a crowd, this and that, as the game went on Wednesday. As, of course, they came rallying back after blowing the 13-point lead to a, a, a decent Miami to there, fourth in the East right behind the Cavaliers. I saw a little bit of a look wait a minute, we're not going to let them move ahead of us to the standings, A, and LeBron was playing to the crowd after a couple of those drives, you know, like pointing to people and looking at the ceiling, to, you know, things like that, to, to the sky. So there's the moments there. Third, Saturday again. You say, is it a be-all, end-all game? No. But they've been blown out enough by very, very good teams, by good, good teams. It's one of the marquee matchups of uh, the season. The way the season's unfolding, it's going to tell us a lot. I will say this, though. You don't realize, and haters, there's still a couple of you who will ask me, why do we trade Wiggins for love? Please. Put your head in the sand and it'll kick your butt, okay? Is that you're going to see even more so against a team like Houston why they miss Kevin Love.
2: So, Munch, before I let you go, I do got to ask you, (laughs) I, I, I have to ask you your opinion on the Super Bowl. I think the Patriots just roll and they win easy, and I'm almost like not interested in it. What's your take on the Super Bowl?
1: Well, you know what? Fun stuff. Don't tell me there's not parody in the NFL. New England's on one side, everybody else is. Philadelphia this year, Atlanta year. However, as good as Philly's defense has been, as magnificent a story as Nick Foles has been, you gotta look at two people. Brady against Foles. What does that tell you? New England wins. Uh it's gonna be close, I really do. However, I would not shock you one bit. It was a thirty to ten, thirty five to ten game.
2: So somebody started looking into Philly's defense yesterday, and they figured out that they're great at stopping teams with phenomenal wideouts on the end. But if they play teams who throw to the to the tight end of the running backs, they get beat consistently. And that's what Brady does. Yeah. He throws to the tight end of the running backs, so is. they're going to beat you like the drum. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're going so to beat what? Philly like a drum. Andy Amendola is a uh, they're putting it receiver and they're doing it, too, without Julian Edelman. But, again, who is Julian Edelman? He's a quarterback from Kent State. God bless him. But that's what New England and Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, does for you. Exactly.
3: Munch Man, I, uh, I saw Tony Dungy say this yesterday, and at first I was like, this is a crazy statement. But then I thought to myself, I'm no Browns historian. I really can't speak on this. But uh, yesterday, essentially, Tony Dungy said that the Browns have out-dynastied the Patriots. And we're talking about the Browns from years beyond. I think it was the 1950s era when they were just the most dominant team in football. Was Tony Dungy crazy to say that, or, or, did, or does he have a point that he's working fishing
2: on? Fishing for a job, maybe.
3: Well, Who knows?
1: Oh, we guys, you know how I feel. I would have called Tony Dungy the last time. I would have called him. All he could say is no. Okay, you know what can you say? I could go back. You know, are we looking at the Yankees who under Murderer's Row kind of thing? You know, different eras, different times. But right now, right now, New England is the dynasty. And when history comes out, you know, I'm going to say that yeah, it's them. But I want it to be Otto Graham and the Browns. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, but. Who's there? You know, it is, right. it's in a history book only. We're living New England right now. That's what's in our faces.
2: I would absolutely agree. That's Mark Munch, Bishop. Catch him weekdays at 3 on Fox Sports 1350 everywhere on the free iHeartRadio At Munch, have a great weekend, man. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Keep rocking, guys, but thank golly we didn't have to talk Browns quarterbacks today. We'll do that for the next two months.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we'll do that. We got plenty of time to get into that, Munch. I I really do appreciate it. Something happened at the State of the Union the other night that doesn't even surprise me. I saw it, and I was like, yeah, that's exactly what we deserve right there. We'll tell you what that was next on Rock 106.
0: Rock 106.9.
2: Welcome back to The Sansbury Show. Rock 106.9. Online for EWRQK.com. Up uh, there for you in The Sansbury Show section now is uh, some quotes from Kevin Durant talking about how LeBron meeting with the Warriors is a complete bull. He says he doesn't buy it. However, he does say, he's like, uh, the idea of me joining the Warriors seemed far-fetched too. So he hedges a little bit in the end. But he says, he's like, nah, dude. I, he's like, I'm not buying it. And I would agree. I just don't think it's the right move. I... If the Knicks had better ownership, I think, dude, LeBron in a New York Knicks jersey is the best. If he's not going to be a Cav, it's the best case scenario. The
3: logical place for him, in my mind, is San Antonio. Um, was-
2: I don't think... See, I I know why people say that. I just... Dude, I don't think LeBron wants a coach that's going to ride him like that.
3: I think, I think he wants a coach that he respects. I think he wants a coach that he views as a greater mind than him and the only person left in the NBA with that is Greg Popovich. So, Brad I, Stevens I, I don't I don't think he views I don't I don't think he views Brad Stevens as on the same level as Greg Popovich. I don't think anybody can Well, I, I
2: mean, if you right, if you're not there yet that's okay because of where Brad is in his career. If you don't know Brad Stevens is the head coach of the Boston Celtics, but he is a pretty good basketball mind. But I don't see I mean, he's definitely not going to Boston with, you know, Kyrie there now. San Antonio does make sense if you're if, for a Western Conference team,
3: especially with Kawhi Leonard and the issues that he's having. They have money; they're going to have if the availability. you Kawhi, to put a team in there,
2: like, dude, here comes LeBron. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard wants to stick around. Oh,
3: I'm saying he's leaving, and that, that oh, lends, that's that what you think to, up? Yeah, and that oh. lends to LeBron, them having the money and the place for LeBron to
2: oh. play basketball. Oh, oh, oh. I, I see. If I was them, I don't. I mean, I don't know. You know enough about the rest of the roster. I would try to keep them both. But that's just me. But I think him in a Knicks jersey makes all the sense in the world, but I don't think he'll play for Dolan like that. I just don't. So the other night we had the State of the Union, and I didn't watch a whole lot of it. Um, I'll be honest with you, it was kind of late, and I was like, eh, well, these things are always stroke sessions. And, uh, you know what I mean? It's always just like, yeah, yeah, I know, you're great. Here's why your administration's great, and here's why the last one wasn't, and why why we're going to be better than ever. And that's not him. This is every president in the history of it. It's just like, it's all pomp and circumstance, right? And so they caught, though, from the balcony, a congresswoman Brenda Lawrence a democrat if it matters i'm not sure it does um, playing the game candy crush on her phone during the state of the union address tuesday night now normally this is where i would be like can you believe this this is crazy these are supposed to be the serious people of our country and look what's happening but then i realize what congress people are or what they are supposed to be what are they suppo- what are congressmen supposed to be the representation of the people well i can't think of a better representation of us the people than people playing candy crush during the state of the union that is a perfect representation of who we are and so i don't know how i'm supposed to tell a congresswoman hey you better have a much better attention span even though you know i'm playing candy crush in this in my work meeting you shouldn't be doing it in yours These, dude, this is the America we deserve. This is what we deserve
3: the America we deserve, the America we've built, sure, but like, God, dude, first of all, if you feel like it's appropriate to play Candy Crush in your work meeting, it is not. Uh, it is not. It is not. It, it, and, and don't wonder why your career is where it is if you feel oh, like no, that's dude, your, the move to make. No, no,
2: no, no, Dude, your boss is holding you down. No, right. the system's working right, against you. Right, right. Everybody gets, everybody gets promoted over you. It's your boss's fault.
3: No, if if, if if you feel like that's appropriate, I mean, and that just goes to show you, I guess maybe that is that slipping of the standards in America, where. Oh, dude, it's done slipped.
2: It's not slipping. We've slipped. I,
3: I understand your point of like, this is the representation of America, and this is what you're supposed to be, but like, it's supposed to be the best of it. It's supposed to be like... You understand the severity of the situation do I think that do I think that Jenny from Navarre is going to is going to sit through the State of the Union without checking her Facebook? Of course not, but it's like lady you're you're you're, you're a senator like you're an elected representative of the people
2: a couple of other people sitting next to her were seen on Twitter and other like social networking sites now you could make the argument that with Twitter. You, what you're doing is checking the tone of the country yep. of like how this is being received.
3: Yeah, you can send a message out in that. I'm not opposed to that. And it's not un- So it's not the fact that they had a phone out. Yeah, it's not unheard of for lawmakers to have their phones out in this. I mean, it's not it's not unheard of for them not to stand up and clap, and I mean like both sides have done it throughout, you know. Sure. That's all or okay. Not, right. right. That's all okay, but like, dude, you're playing Candy Crush? Like you're not even paying attention. Like you're not even like not even like pretending to pay attention. At least the, dude, yesterday we had a meeting and there was a part of that meeting where I zoned out but like I didn't pull my phone out and start like playing with it uh,
2: uh, uh. No, I, I mean, I had my phone in that meeting yesterday, and I feel bad about it because I am normally the guy that's like, dude, leave your phone out, like on your desk, go to a meeting, be an adult for the 20 minutes you're being asked to do, you know, to, to like gonna listen to this, and then go play with stuff.
3: It, it, it is kind of crazy because I do feel like 10, 15 years ago, the concept of even pulling your phone out during a meeting would have been a big no-no. Now it's like, nah, we all kind of do it, just don't do it too much. Don't do it overtly. Don't look like you're playing a game. Look like you're doing something
2: professional. Well, not only that. It seems to me like when I look around work meetings, it like people have the mentality of as long as I'm not being currently addressed, right, I'm allowed to look somewhere else and do right. this, right. You know what I mean? Apparently, it, she was looking at this while they were talking about the renegotiation of the North American, you know, free trade agreement. And like those kinds of things. And like people are trying to parse like what it is, like what part of the speech. And I was, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Doesn't matter. I don't think, I I, I didn't think it had anything to do with the politics or her, like, ah, he's, I don't care about this. I just think this is the attention span of the average human being right now. If, if, and we make the mistake, you always talk about this with like doctors and white coats, right? America makes the mistake of seeing the term senator, congressman, and going full blown adult. When in reality, dude, some of these people get rocketed to these positions and are wildly unqualified for them. And and I don't know anything about this woman, right? She could have the best record ever. I don't know. Okay. But I'm saying we, we, the averages, we look at people like that and go, well, they are obviously smarter than me, right? They're obviously more engaged. And what we're finding out now, again, with more and more technology, is no, they're not. And this is what I keep saying about the technology, is I think what it's going to eventually do is pull the curtain all the way back, and we're all going to see Oz, and we're all going to realize that nobody has any idea what they're doing, and everything is a complete house of cards, and anarchy is going to happen. Well, there you go. All because of Candy Crush turned to stay of <laughs> the unit. You thought I was going to go too far getting a hot take, Phil? What are you, nuts? no. It's no big deal, other than the world's gonna end because it happened. <laughs> no, I just. But this is what we deserve, right? This is who we are. I think we get the representation of how much we're engaged. I think if we were better engaged, more informed, actually care. Now I know people are more active in politics than ever. I don't think people are any more engaged than they than they have ever been. I think you're more active. Those are
3: different things. I I I hope this is not the representation we deserve. We should deserve. Better, but maybe we don't. Do you feel maybe like we, we do, though? I do. I do. Dude, this is this is this is if 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 Twitter's no. to be believed, and I'm just a card carrying libtard that just wants. You know, I would be standing up for this woman. So no, I I don't stand up for this woman. Inappropriate. You you have a higher standard when you're in these positions. You should at least. And if 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 this is truly what we deserve, man, I don't I don't know what turns America around. I don't know what helps us.
2: Now I want to be fair to this because I'm willing to bet back in the day. When Blackberries first came out, there were people at the State of the Union checking their fantasy base you know, fantasy teams.
3: I'm gonna bet you before Blackberries came out, there was probably two senators sitting in the back playing tic-tac-toe or hangman or something like that. Doesn't make it okay, dude. Doesn't.
2: Doesn't. Well, not only that, but like you gotta know if you're sitting there now that you can right. be right. on film. And so why would you want this story? Because Political shows are, gonna, are, are going to are going to have fun with this. But,
3: but, but is this a, yeah, that's how much I hate Trump, dude. I'm not even paying attention to that a-hole. Well,
2: that's, but I'm see, playing that, this game. Like, that's what I'm saying. If that's the case, that's wrong. Well, but it will
3: work. You know what I'm saying? If all it takes for this woman to win back her Congress seat is being vehemently anti-Trump, and you can say, like, I didn't even pay attention to that fool. I was playing Candy Crush. I was playing Words of Friends. Yes. Right?
0: I mean, I in Farmville. So you think it might have been a
3: plant. Well, I, if not a plant, it's very easily spun to people who want to support you that, like, yes, this wasn't, this wasn't me being a lazy, you know, uh, good-for-nothing senator. This was me being a part of the resistance. It's easy sell there.
2: Easy spin, sure. Now, here's the other thing with the State of the Union that I can't understand. Okay. And I've been trying to stay away from this because I really just don't want to jump up and down on the president. Some of you think I do that, and I really don't. And I just don't want to jump. I really don't. But like he thanks people for the reviews and the nice compliments of it, which I'm totally fine with. Fine, that's great. But then he gives you the 45.6 million people watched and and says this is the highest number in history. Now, why would you lie about something that is so easily proven? Now, I think it's like people are going to go, what an idiot. He's so stupid, he'll just lie about it. And I think, like I've been saying from the beginning about him, this is how you know I'm not just jumping up and on him. Is that I think Donald Trump is sly like a fox, and I think he knows there's other things going on. And so, did not lie about the rating. They'll all freak out about the fact that I lied about the rating. Oh my god, the president lied! The president lied about the rating, and we'll all be talking about the rating, and we'll all be talking about how he lied about the rating. And secretly over there, he's just doing whatever the hell he wants. And none of us know.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of other major political stories that are like, simmering, like a fox. simmering on the point of ready to boil over at this point. But you're right. You you do something like this, and then you send out a tweet about NFL players kneeling, and then you talk more about the wall and what was like, hey, what's going on with, with Russia and the investigation right now Who knows? has now turned into... Pff, can't believe Trump Lying about
2: something It's like well Exactly He's a master of this I've been saying this Since before Before the election He's a master of this Sly like a fox You learn a lot Memo might get released
3: Today buddy That's what I'm hearing Yeah I hear they Doctored it Memo it up
2: I, Now I, I've seen a lot Of FBI people like Well you know It's a little irresponsible And it's like Well yeah of and, and so like People on our side Of the aisle Want to be like Well even the FBI Says well yeah It's a memo Like condemning them What'd you think They were gonna be like Yeah dude it's accurate so, like, dude, the FBI, like, getting so, like, digging their heels in, telling me how it's not accurate, makes me w- wonder, well, what are you really worried oh, I mean, what about are you gonna say, What are you going to say? Nothing? Right. Well, yeah, I mean... I mean you
3: you got you to deny something you didn't do, right? Well, I, I think you deny something you did do, too. Oh, right. So, well, by denial, you lose-lose there, right? I think, I, mean, I think so, yes. So it doesn't necessarily make you guilty to deny something.
2: I, this one feels suspicious. This one feels like they're scared they're going to get caught. I,
3: I, I like how I like how for me to see a, a a a what I feel like is an injustice when it comes to policing or something like that, and to express that makes me a cop hating. You you call them pigs. You want all cops to die, which I've never said in my life. But now questioning the FBI at its core, saying the whole thing is corrupt and the whole system is against you. Uh, so so
2: well, I'm a person who believes all of those institutions have been corrupt forever because I don't think you could get that much power or I don't think you can wield that much power and not be corrupt. uh,
3: So so you and I, same page there, at least least you're not on this, but it's like, so for me to question the actions of one officer, I hate law enforcement, for you to question the entire judicial, the the Department of Justice is, oh, I'm just a true blue American right
2: here. Like, okay. There is a weird line there. There is a weird line there. But if you ask me, just a common Joe citizen, do I think the FBI used some abuse some of their power and their ability to listen or view things that maybe they should not have regarding this president and the fear that people had of this guy becoming president? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. I say it about my boss all the time. He has the right to read everything that's on any one of these computers. He has the right to listen to anything that goes on in the studio. He always tells me he doesn't. And yet when I'm in his office, he always ends up yelling at me about something that I said to you off the air. So how does he know it? It's because he was listening to something that's happening in here. If you have the ability, you're going to use it. I believe there was some of that happening here with them. I do. I I buy into that. And again, much like I always tell you, don't laugh off the fake news thing. News has been fake since the beginning of time. There is fake news. Brian Williams back on TV today. Guy straight up lied for like 10 years straight. Back on the news. So it shows you their ethics right there. Fake news is happening. It is happening. So see, there you go. Again, I'm not looking just to jump up and down on the guy for nothing. Right? But the lying about the rating was to make us look the other way. He's a master of it. I've been saying it for a year. He's a master of that. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on.
0: The Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9. 106.9.
2: Back to the Sands Ratio, Rock number six nine eight ten. We'll get you hooked up with a thousand dollars. This is your last day for that, by the way. You have uh, from now until nine o'clock tonight, and then we're done.
3: Yeah, you better, uh, you better send that text in, dude. Thousand dollars, <laughs> gotta be good.
2: It would be good, dude. It would be good. Would it be in first Friday too? Yeah. You go, out, dude. How many, ta- how many jambalaya tacos at Buzzman does a thousand dollars buy?
3: I don't know. What like five hundred, a Two bucks?
2: I don't, I don't know what they're charging. But uh, dude, he's doing jambalaya tacos tonight. Smart. Got to try those. Smart.
3: Right? I, uh, I, I, I would assume that there'll be food trucks down there. I, I, I don't know what the, uh, what the planned activities are. But dude, first Friday always a good time. So yeah, man, go eat some jambalaya tacos. I,
2: I'm gonna go out tonight. All I right. wasn't going to like when I, when I started the show. I was like, ah, I'm not feeling all that great. I'm probably gonna stay in. And I forgot about first Friday. But that's always a little bit of fun. All and right. I can walk right down there. So. Right. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably be out tonight doing that. Feel like raising some hell, I like it. I I mean I probably should. I've been really bored lately. Yep. I haven't been doing much. Yep. And um dude, I feel like I need to s- spice up my social circle a little.
3: We uh we And just, meet some people. We just got paid too, so you got the cash for it. So and, like
2: Dude, the last time I went to Busman, somebody offered me a foursome. Oh
3: jeez. Oh yeah, God, I forgot about it. Remember that. that?
2: Yeah. Remember that? Remember that?
3: Yeah. So I'm sure foursome people, you're listening out there, Stan's I'll be drunker tonight. Maybe it's a nature night. Just, just, just liquored up with a bunch of jambalaya on his breath. If that doesn't say foursome, I don't know what does. <laughs> I'll
2: tell you what's sad. It'll be a foursome of tacos. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that, dude. You, four, dude, that'll be an eightsome. for you know what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm taking it next level. But yeah, no, I will do. I, uh, I am looking forward to that. jambalaya
3: taco orgy at Buzzbin featuring Stansberry.
2: Close optional.
3: <laughs> but encouraged, dude. God. Now oh.
2: no, I'm not wearing them. Now no no, 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 I'm not going to do it. Although we are going to have to uh, keep bundled up. Apparently, that uh, that effing rodent and where is it? Puxatani yeah. saw his shadow. So apparently, we're getting six more weeks of winter. I all okay. right. Can you think of another thing that America has kept up this tradition of this entire time? That's that's sillier. Or more outlandish to think that, like, a rodent could predict the weather than, like, what's S- sillier than this? Somebody could come back from the dead. Right? Ouch. Right? I mean, like,
3: if, if, you're, if you're asking me, bro, is like, well, if we're talking about fantastical things and, oh, my <laughs> gosh, there's no way this could be correct. There's no uh, way that this could be, could be the thing. You know, I, I mean, didn't, I, didn't, I think I, I maybe.
2: Didn't, I mean, didn't, I didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I mean, didn't think that was gonna be your answer. Walking and I did not, water I did not and, realize I had walked us right
3: here. in <laughs> the wine, and that didn't seem very realistic to me, but I don't know. I mean,
2: dude, this is like the weekend where the Catholics go, no filling a
3: boat with a <laughs> bunch of animals. I don't know. None of that stuff seems very realistic
2: like, to me, but they go nuts. This I don't is know. the original purge, and is, then they, is This is when it happens, and then they and then they pretend <laughs> they're good again. <laughs> I mean you purge. Which as a matter of fact, I was telling the story this morning about being in New Orleans for Mardi Gras, by the way. So, like, on the actual Fat Tuesday, like, everybody always thinks it's Fat Tuesday's like the big day, right? It's actually not. It's the night before that's really crazy. Because Tuesday at 11.55, the cops all band arms and they go down Bourbon and they just start flushing you out of the street. Bars close down. Everything's done. Like, everybody thinks Tuesday night's the wild-ass night. Now, it is. It's fun all day. But Monday night on Bourbon is actually where you want to be because everybody knows tomorrow's like the last day. So, like, we're cranking it up tonight. All right. So, like, if you ever go, like, that's the night to really go. I can't wait to go back to New Orleans. It's one of my favorite cities. And I have not been back since Katrina. And I would like to see the difference. Um, it's probably been too long since I've been where I would really understand and know. It's like, yeah, well, that used to be here, and this is different, and this and that. But I would like to see how they set it up differently from when I was there the last time. It's a great city, dude. The food's fantastic. I mean, it's dangerous to sell. Don't get me wrong. You don't want to be moving around a whole lot. Stay right there in the quarter. But, like... It's uh but it's got a cool vibe and uh, there's always music and I, I don't know it just kind of next thing you know dude you're talking like them it's just like dude you, you can catch do everybody always says catch the black you can catch the cajun like you you can you can get it next thing you know you're like there at standing in front of the Bubba Gump Shrimp Factory and you're just you know all slack jawed like sling blade I uh I I really had a good time I mean we were talking about this obviously because first friday tonight they're, they're doing their Mardi Gras theme which is going to be interesting? Like, I wonder, dude, are they going to do like a mini parade?
3: I do not know. I'm going to uh, make the recommendation that you keep your boobs uh, covered tonight. I, 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 well, it's Mardi Gras downtown Canton, and, and dude, comps aren't going to care. <laughs> like, I'm just telling you, don't throw beads at people.
2: I bet it would be frowned upon to be I'm, flashing the boobs. Now,
3: nah, dude, if you go to Gatsby's, might be a different story, but it, as far as the downtown scene goes, I I, I would recommend that just err on the side of caution.
2: I think it's cute you said if you go to Gatsby's. <laughs> it's first Friday. It's where everybody, you know what I mean? That's where the after party is. Are you gonna come out?
3: I doubt it i uh I feel like I'm on like the cusp of being sick and I feel like I've been this way for a week plus so I just I, it's like eh, maybe I'm dealing with something that I just haven't like fully like you know kicked yet, but I doubt it I do I
2: can't like i I expected on Friday morning to be more excited about the Super Bowl, but I'm not like i'm not like I'm really not. And again, all year I've been the guy that's like, ah, dude, the NFL's fine. They're not suffering any of these problems, and they're really not. Again, like Fox paid like $2 billion for their package the other day. They overbid like four other networks for Thursday Night Football, which everybody says is their least favorite game of the week, and yet it's still worth that much money. The league's not in any trouble. But this Super Bowl feels a little lackluster to me. Although a lot of people have been saying, this will be an interesting storyline, is that a lot of people have been saying that Bill Belichick has been very casual and that he's talking more he's laughing more there's a little bit and national sports guys are starting to say like dude you can see it he's done like if they win he's going to bail and that if you look at the moves they've made and the things they've done it's kind of all setting up for Belichick to retire you know because I guess he called Indy and kind of helped McDaniels kind of land that gig and it's like why would you do that when he's he's shown resistance in years past to help coordinators leave
3: Yeah, and I mean, what's his face um, uh, in Detroit now? uh, Matt Matt,
2: Matt Patricia, yeah. Patricia,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. So he's moved on. Um, And he helped that situation too. I, I, I can only assume that, you know, Bill Belichick knows... The Tom Brady's days are numbered. I mean, don't get me wrong, the dude's still elite, and you can say, well, hey, next year there's no reason to assume he wouldn't be as elite, but eventually that cliff comes. There's no denying it, and if you can walk off on a home run, uh, why, why wouldn't you?
2: you? So apparently, though, the Patriots organization put out a statement that says Tom has earned the right to retire, meaning we're not going to force Tom Brady out of here. Tom will tell us when Tom's ready. And it's fair. I think so. I think he has earned that. But dude, you traded away both your backup quarterbacks, which is very belichick like So people are saying that those moves were being made not necessarily by Belichick's like approval, and that they're doubling down, picking Brady over Belichick, and that's why people are saying, "Dude, look how casual he is. He's you know he's laughing, he's joking. He, dude, he took the night off the other night to watch basketball, like things that he doesn't normally do."
3: I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh when this all blows up in his face when the, when the Eagles just come in and shellac.
2: I will admit, like I think they're, I think the Patriots are gonna roll. I, I just think they're not. I don't think the Eagles are a good matchup for New England. But I will, I would admit. That it is ripe for an upset game. Um, it is ripe for that.
3: You brought the point up when we were talking to Munch. Um, uh, Eagles defense gets easily exposed when it comes to you know middle passes. When it comes to a thirteen year you, you slot know, 13 receivers and
2: running backs, they can't cover the tight ends.
3: End. And 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 dude, that's exactly it's what all the Patriots does. do. So yeah. I I feel like in my in, in my mind, and the reason why. I think that there's a lot of disinterest in the Super Bowl, or at least a lack of passion. Maybe not disinterest, but just a lack of like, you know, man, it's Super Bowl weekend. Is it does feel like it's gonna be a, 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 it's 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 gonna be a roll. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blowout. So it's like, well, why do I? I mean, why do I even? Why am I getting hyped for this? I don't care about either of those teams.
2: Yeah, there's a little bit of me that was like, "Eh, like, I just I think it's gonna be over so fast. Although, I mean, that's what people thought last year too. And then look what happened. I mean, they did come back and they won. But it was at least interesting. The line right now, New England minus four and a half. Oh, God, I like the Patriots. Four and a half. Four yeah. and a half. Yeah, yeah, I like the Patriots. Yeah, I'm going to have to bet the Patriots. Your shot at $1,000 next on Rock 106.9. No, six, nine. Welcome back to the red Show. Rock 106.9. You're We're about to hook you up with $1,000 here Jack. momentarily. We'll give you You're your next Jack. keyword here pretty soon. You're yeah, that would be nice. Would be nice,
3: dude. 1000 bucks right before tax time, too. So now your tax return, you can do whatever the hell you want with it. Oh, yeah.
2: I got to get that done. Yeah. I got to get my W-2s from uh from the Agora. Yeah. You I got just, that done.
3: I got to get my W-2s from everywhere, like the entire planet. Just send me my W-2 in whenever you
2: guys can, all right? Somebody has compiled a list of douchey things that maybe some of us are doing, okay. and I have to have my hand raised. I'm doing some of this stuff. Okay. okay? Now, some of the ones I'm not doing that I do find douchey, right? If you have like the plastic balls hanging from like the hitch uh, of your truck, that's a, they, they claim this is a very douchey move. And I would agree, that's a douchey move.
3: No, I'm not, you know, plenty of dudes are like, or plenty of people are like, dude, dude with a big truck, obviously got a small penis. I mean, like, I don't know how big your penis is, but balls hanging off the back of it, come on, guy. Like, what are you doing with
2: it? Yeah, life? I agree. Or what are you doing? I agree. They say if you're using nicknames like boss and champ or chief, that that's a douchey move that most people hate. And if you're doing it, you should probably stop it, which I would agree. When people call me boss or chief, I dude, there's something about it, like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about strangling you with piano wire. Um a- Sup, hoss, sub hoss, <laughs> boss, hoss, chief, hoss, hoss. I just want to strangle the life out of you.
3: Um, I know why that exists, I guess, but, like, there is something funny about it. There is something funny about it. It's so
2: annoying. It's like, I feel like that's the perfect thing to have, like, a guy in a movie that you're supposed to hate. Have him do that. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, hey, Chief.
3: Uh, It it is, it is.
2: If you keep babbling on about your fantasy football teams, your fantasy teams, any sport, I suppose, that that's a super douchey thing to do, which I disagree with. So many people are doing it now that you're probably just having conversations with people about it. I don't think that's necessarily douchey.
3: I think to me, it's one of those things that you expect me to care about that. Why would you assume that? You know what I mean? Like, if you want to talk to me about football, well, hey, like yeah, kids maybe, photos? I, maybe. Maybe I watch that game too, and we can talk about the Super Bowl. We can talk about the Browns' follies. We can talk about different things of like sports. But when it comes to your fantasy team, there's a little bit. I mean, it's like, dude, well, what, what do I care?
2: About? <laughs> what, 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 what I what have no, I have nothing me? to do with this. They say if you keep the stickers on your flat brimmed hat, that that's a douchey move. I would agree, dude. You yeah. buy a hat, take the stickers off. Yeah,
3: yeah. And, like, I, as far as like flat bills go, I, I don't like my hats flat, but I don't like them as curved as I did in the 90s. Like, remember the super curve on hats and, like, you yeah. put the pop can in there and you rubber banded it up? I feel like that looks kind of dumb now, but so do, like, really flat bills, too. So,
2: my, my niece bought me a flat brimmed. Um, las vegas golden knights their their hockey team hat okay and i will only wear it backwards because of it because i I tried to bend the brim and it didn't really go well it's almost like these are like kind of designed not to do that now and so it was like all right let's flatten this back out and it looks better if you only wear it backwards like that so i I don't really do that which people would tell me i'm probably too old to be doing that anymore if you tip the bare minimum that's a douchey move and again as a guy who still has a part-time job serving i would have to agree
3: yeah, the thing is to me is I understand that tipping is supposed to show you how well you did at the service and end of the job there. But if you're consistently just tipping the bare minimum or under it, yeah, I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, my God, this bitch didn't do anything. For I
2: also me. find people nitpick because
3: they want to tip less, right? And dude, we're talking about what? Like, I mean, twenty percent of a meal there. So you're talking ten bucks.
2: I mean, much. right? So Not like, much. come on, cough it up. If you wear your sunglasses inside, or even worse, at night, that that's a douchey move. Now I don't do that. Like I, I, that is, that's super douchey.
3: I'm trying to think of in what situation I would do that. Yeah, what? I
2: mean, how how important do you think you are to wear your your glasses inside? Yeah, that's that that seems very very strange. If you keep empty liquor bottles and display them like trophies. That that's douchey.
3: Nineteen?
2: Yeah, that that is a little weird.
3: If you're in a dorm room, fine. If you're in your first apartment, fine. But if you're an adult and doing that, are you kidding me? Like
2: I have an empty glass bottle that sits on top of my refrigerator, but it, I collect my change in it. Okay. So it's not like on, and it's a Hartzler oh. milk, by the way, because it's so good.
3: So it's not it's not like hey, here's bottles of you know absolute and and Jack Daniel sitting up on my uh, uh, you know on my TV stand right there. Because
2: yeah, dude, what I mean, what are you nineteen? This is a big one for me. These are a list of douchey things. You ask your friends to watch this super quick, super funny video on YouTube. Uh. Dude, we've seen it. Like, uh, like most things on the internet, we've seen it.
3: Or do you really think that this is going to translate as we stand here and you put your phone in my face and like, hey, look at this. And it's like, God, dude, what are you doing right now? We're, we're, we're standing here in the middle of something. Like, what the, are
2: you doing? The amount of times people will ask me, have you seen this thing that's going around? And I just say yes, oh, just because yeah. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I've seen it a hundred times. I just don't want to. I just don't. Uh, just uh, d- 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 No, now, why, why am I staring at your phone? <laughs> I don't I don't want to do this. Yeah, at the very least, I guess if you're like, hey, maybe you'll really
3: like this. I think Stansbury will think this is funny. Send it to me. Don't try to put your phone in my face.
2: If you sign your emails, cheers, that that's a douchey thing to do. I would maybe roll my eyes at that, but I'm not going to rake you over the coals over that one. Yeah, that's
3: not terrible. Um, And I think cheers really works best in a drinking situation. Anything outside of that, I, why are you putting it there? But yeah, I don't think that's douchey necessarily.
2: If you still quote Borat. That you're probably a douche. I think any overquoting of movies is douchey. Yeah. I'm not a real big movie quoter. Like, there's a lot of that in today's. And again, the big one I know it's not a movie, it's a TV show. But like the office made that's what she said like kind of trendy again, and I have never once in my life have I found a that's what she said and was like oh that was clever I'm I'm gonna laugh at that
3: yeah unless ever you, unless you never really once. have the perfect time. In the situation for a movie quote, just trying to force in like anchor man quotes. It's like, guys, dude, enough. Okay, I get all it. All right. The Ron Burgundy. Right, right, I,
2: know, okay. man, I get it. I get it. Knuckles. Oh, huh? man. That escalated quickly. Oh. Uh, they say, and he, we'll get into some of these things that I do do. You take the last slice of pizza. That's a douchey move. Yeah. Your boy's doing that. Sainsbury takes the first, second, third, and last slice of yeah. pizza.
3: Dude, there's yeah. no stopping the guy. Yeah.
2: There's no stopping that. It. None. If you brag about not having cable, that's that li- that's listed as one of the douchiest things you can do. And I am so one of these
0: people.
3: I mean, just look back on, remember how, you know, people would be like, oh, I don't even have a TV in my house. And you're like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, I get it. You read Mark right. Twain. I know. So, so this is just another step of that evolution. Almost there. worse. Yeah. I mean, where it's like, right, where you try to hold this high, holy stance of like, oh, yeah, I'm better than you because I Meanwhile, don't have cable. I'm
2: consuming more entertainment than everybody else through all the other ways. I'm watching Netflix right.
3: okay so' we're so virtuous over here <laughs> just so much better than everyone else
2: when I saw that I was like all right Son dude, of a bitch. you gotta lay yourself on the tracks and <laughs> let the train just run right over your big fat ass because you deserve it because I do I go to that so often and here's the thing the the money's been nice but I regret it like, I do. Like, here I am Friday morning, and I'm scrambling trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the Super Bowl right. versus ordering a pizza, some wings, sitting on my couch, avoiding the rest of the world, and watching it the way I really want to. Right. And now, I mean, it's my buddy's birthday. It's HJ's birthday, so we'll probably get together and do something for it anyway, but it's still, it's like, Jesus, like, yeah,
3: but dude, think about it. That game doesn't start till eight o'clock, ugh. and like, so if you're gonna go to a Super Bowl party, now you're gonna have to be the dick that leaves early because you want to go to bed. If you had the television available to you, you could just be like, "All right, well, I'll watch until I fall asleep on the couch and wake up and check it in the morning." All
2: right, now maybe our buddy. Uh, do we have a buddy who works for Spectrum? Okay, who actually got me hooked up when I got my cable to, to, so I could watch the Super Bowl. That's why. That's why I ordered it when I when I when I first got it. And I guess I could ask him, but like I was supposed to take my cable box in when I was canceled. They're like, oh, yeah, just swing by the office and drop off the remote and the box. And I never did. I still have it. And it's still connected to my TV. If I called them this afternoon and said, do turn on my cable? That's all they got to do, right? It's just like, I don't think they got to come back out, don't right? Don't so. they just like flick the switch and send the feed back to my box?
3: You didn't have anybody come out for for the first run there, so I don't see why they, they would need anything else there. So
2: well, I, that might
3: be what happened. I might call them today and just be like, ah, let's do it. It's on NBC, though, dude. I think if you get like a digital antenna, you'd be okay there. I think
2: a lot of ifs in that sentence. Well, Jim. I
3: mean, like go, like here's what I would do: is go to go to Walmart or Best Buy or whatever after work today. Go buy digital and see it, see it, see if it works. If it works, awesome. If not, go take that that go take it back, and there you go.
2: I bought a digital antenna when I first moved down here because I didn't want to get cable yet because I was I was like penny pinching, you know. And I and people are just like, Oh, it's, it's as long as you're within hundred miles or something, you should be fine of where, where the broadcast starts or whatever, it's like a hundred miles or whatever. And I didn't have the best luck with it, but I don't know, maybe there's a better version of the one I bought that, right. that would be better. Right. I don't know. I probably went super cheap when I tried to do it.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say, man, I think if you go to I think if you go to Best Buy and you kind of explain like, hey, this is what I this is what I'm trying to do, they'll probably be able to point you in the right direction. I'm trying to that. watch the
2: Super Bowl without paying a <laughs> well, corporation I mean, a ton like, of money.
3: But that's the thing is like it's broadcast television, like it is on free TV. So yeah, that's you, true. You, you should be able to watch it.
2: Speaking of the Super Bowl, I think the guy that's going to win it, Tom Brady, yeah. is doing something really gross and icky. And if your neighbor was doing it, you would be in your front yard with pitchforks trying to get the guy to move. And we're going to tell you what that is after you get this $1,000 right now.
0: Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword BILLS to 200200. 200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messinine.
2: Welcome back to the Stan's ratio. Block Rock 106.9, online for WRQK.com. Man, I got my fingers crossed right today. Um, so my good buddy, Bo Matthews, who I w- uh, once worked for, has just landed himself another radio job. He'd been sitting out for a few months, got a gig. Good so him. that's awesome. Bo, congratulations him. on that one. But my friend Heather last night got called um, and told she's in the final running of, of a really good job in um, in British Columbia. Good for her. Yeah, uh, this place called Victoria, which looks absolutely beautiful, and she's been out about a year, and uh, she's she's getting to that point where it's like, oh my god, what is going? When when's something going to break? And so she got called last night and was told she'll, uh, should be told today whether or not she's the person, which I kind of think that was them last night, kind of like alerting her, like, we're, this is probably going to go your way. Oh, so they
3: called and said, like, hey, you and two other people, we're going to be giving,
2: We're having a hard decision between the three of you and we're going to make up our mind tomorrow. And I was like, I don't buy that. I was like, I don't think they called the other two people last night.
3: What's going to change in 12 hours? What, what, what?
2: It's exactly what I said. I was like, Heather, they know what they're going to do. So if he called you tonight to tell you he doesn't know what he's going to do, and you don't get this job Then this guy doesn't really know what he's I, like, I, To me that's kind of management style that I'm not crazy about Yeah. Now I, she said the entire way Through the, uh, the entire interview process That he's been really really great And she feels like he is good management And I was once told by another broadcaster There's another broadcaster who always says this on his show That if you're in this industry What you should do is chase good management Don't chase money, chase good management Because good management will lead you to money And that's really good advice I would feel like that's probably good advice in most lines of work is that if you find the right people to be working with, you'll probably end up making more money. So the Super Bowl on Sunday, Patriots and uh, Eagles. I think Patriots roll. The line right now, last I look, is four and a half. I'll take Patriots minus four and a half all day. That feels really easy it to me. It feels like a lock to four me. Four and but, a half, yeah. But I could be crazy. But Tom Brady's doing this new show. I think it's um, Tom versus Time or something yep. like that. It's on uh, It's on Facebook. Yep. He's like one of the first Facebook shows ever. And something happened On uh, an episode I don't know if this was last night Maybe the day before That has people who have seen it Kind of freaking out Now it is available for you to watch At facebook.com slash show. You can see it there It's also online at wrqk.com But Brady's son Who I believe is 11 It comes into the room As Tom's getting like a massage From the masseuse there Kind of rubbing down that old body Getting him ready and his son comes in and is asking for some help with his fantasy football team, I believe. And uh, Fantone has grabbed some audio for us. So let's take a listen. I
3: was wondering if I could check my fantasy
1: team. What do I get?
2: So Brady asked him, what do I get? Like, I'll, I'll check your fantasy football team, but what do I get? And then the son, I believe, leans over and gives him a kiss.
1: There you know, Jack. Everything comes at a cost, bud. That was like a peck
2: see so that's Brady going that's not a real kiss that was like a pet so he he makes his son come over for a second
3: kiss this time considerably longer both kisses on the mouth
2: yes he's kissing his son on the lips and the second one I mean dude it's like frozen
3: like four maybe five seconds from what I counted And I know four or five seconds doesn't sound uh. like a lot until you have your mouth on your dad's mouth and then it's like oh my God this is the longest five
2: seconds ever this is really creepy like this is creepy and this is one of those things where I think people are going to look at me and go, you don't have kids. You don't understand. But it's like, nah, dude, I do understand.
3: Ah, uh, Dude, how many kids or how many parents are listening right now who are like, hell no,
2: that's not all right. Like- I mean, dude, to kiss your kid, your 11 year old on the lips for that long. Like, and I hear all, all morning. I've been asking myself this question. What's worse? Same sex kid or opposite sex kid?
0: I don't even know if it like, matters. Like,
2: if you saw a mom plant a kiss like this on her 11-year-old son's lips, I think it's almost, right? Like, I can't yeah. decide. Like, what's worse yeah. there? Yeah,
3: I mean, I don't think that Tom Brady was doing this in a sexual fashion. You know what I mean? So, like, whether it was it was your 11-year-old son or daughter, I don't think it was, like, doing this as, like,
2: this is uh, this is, like... Let me tell you why I disagree with you. I think Tom Brady wasn't doing this in a sexual manner on purpose. But if you look, there have been... Phantom showed me a photo earlier this morning of Brady after, I think, a big game win. Super Bowl, yeah. Super Bowl win, is, like, locked in a lip embrace with his dad.
3: Yeah, lip-to-lip lip dad. Dad's and so... There.
2: And I said, I was like, well, I was like, if you took a still photo and Phantom said to he's like, Dan, there's no way that there's ever going to, you could point a camera at me and my dad all day long. You're never going to get a photo of us lip locked for that, like, and that yeah. or kissing on the lips at all yeah. as grown men. And so I don't think he was intentionally trying to sexualize his kid, but was. Are we seeing that this is the way the Brady family has done this their entire lives and so Tom has been taught these weird sexual lines that are not appropriate between parent and kid?
3: I think I think I think if this is what the Brady family has done all the way along it even lends more credibility to the, to the fact of like well it's not sex this is just how these people show affection. What to I'm each saying other.
2: is is that this is a that 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 it is sexual like without them, maybe realizing it that this is in it, it is inappropriately sexual to do with family members. And Tom's just been raised this way. It's,
3: it's inappropriate, no question about it. I mean, like if this is your three year old and he comes up and gives you a smack on the lips, that's okay because it's your three year old and like they don't understand. But at eleven, essentially, you're coming into puberty at that point. Eleven, you're getting ready to like sprout pubic hair and like go through the change and like start thinking girls are attractive and like you know what I mean. Like that's that. That's the part of it where it's like, ah, I don't know. Dude, this kid is way too old for affection like that. Like that. I mean It's just creepy. Like every time I see my dad my dad, I hug him. Like there's no question, yeah. and before I walk away like before we part ways, like I hug him again, like shake hands and hug. If it's a big moment, he might like in that hug, like kiss me on the side of the head. Side maybe, of the cheek, maybe. And nowhere in the face. Nowhere in this. Like that would be a side of the head thing. At at the most. Like at the most, like I'm really proud of you, get over here, kinda grabs me and like get, you know, like that. But that's I mean, that's not even on the face.
2: He's He's guessing. His dad's never been proud of him a day in his life. <laughs> I hope one day he's—you uh, know—he's just assuming that's how this day. goes. But this is just—I'm re- sorry, dude. This is creepy. And this is one of these things where people are going to tell me I'm overreacting because it's Tom Brady and it's a celebrity. And so it's like, well, you know, you're just looking to condemn somebody where it's like, nah, dude, you walk through Belden Village Mall and see this. And you tell me you're not. Dude, you're tweeting about it for sure.
3: That you're underreacting because it's Tom Brady. You're like, yeah, dude, it's not that big of a deal. TB number 12. He's pretty good out there. And he is. Um, But this is weird. I also think it's weird. Dude,
2: to kiss your son on the lips that long, I'm sorry, dude, to kiss your son on the lips at all feels and, weird to me. And to make him come back for another one, like, if it's like,
3: and, 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 and you know, we, we've talked about, well, is this appropriate or not, but if it's like, hey, you have to go give Aunt, you know, Aunt Gertrude a kiss over there, it's Christmas time, and like, listen, dummy, that's what you gotta go do, Okay, but forcing affection on your child for you, that feels
2: off to me, too. Like, oh, hey, yeah. if you want
3: something, you have to give me something, and it's affection.
2: I remember I, like, don't know. I remember being a kid. Like, all right, like again, I predicted this, and sure enough, here it is. Keith writes in and says, stop it. I hate Tom as much as the next guy, but this is a stretch. Okay, fine. I don't hate Tom. I'm giving you the reasons why I, do- why I think it's crazy. Somebody give me the reasons on why it's a stretch. Convince me. Turn me. Because this is an adult Doing sexual things with their own child. And if it wasn't the most famous dude in the world, if you looked out your back window and your neighbor's having a barbecue and you saw this on the patio, you would look at your wife and be like, oh my God, what the hell is happening over there? But because he's got five Super Bowls, you're like, eh, it's probably all right. This is like when, I mean, dude, we excuse celebrity in weird behavior all the time.
3: And most of the time it's to me it's like, well, dude, I don't care what celebrities do. Do whatever you want. Name your kid Apple. That doesn't bother me, but kissing your kid? I don't know. You said videos up at WRQK.com if you haven't seen it, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: There's also holy crap. Is this Is this Photoshop? So dude, Brett just tweeted me in a photo of Brady and Belichick in a lip liplock embrace. What the hell is going on with Tom Brady, dude? Why are you kissing every dude?
3: I don't know about that one. I think that, is that a stretch? I think that might be photoshopped.
2: Sarah's telling me you're turning innocent affection of a parent into something gross. Stop splitting hairs. I don't know, Sarah. I'm sorry. I disagree with you. I think, dude, that much lip time with your parent is weird. I think it's weird. No,
3: this is a Photoshop because I remember this. He, Belichick smooched it up with his daughter. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Belichick like, made out with his daughter. That's right. What so the that's hell a ph- is going on in Boston?
2: Dude, I'm sorry. If you're both. Yeah, I'm with you. What? Like, I don't know what the right age is. Here's what's crazy about kissing your parents on the lips. Okay? I don't know what the right age to stop is. But I know the right age where it's where it's not appropriate A line like, too far when I see it like when I see an eleven year old it's like yeah well that's that's definitely too old once once
3: your kid gets into Seeing a world outside of you When you're the child's entire life And the entire world And the kid's three And he doesn't really have anything else Well then yeah But by the time they get to school And they start like having friends And start doing stuff like that Dude that ship is sailed man It's like spanking to me Where it's like there's a line in the sand somewhere Where it's like you're not you, 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 What are you you've doing gotta, spanking a 15 year right, old Right you've got to move on from that method I would agree
2: Walter tweeting in says I have a son I would never do that I counted it to Four to five seconds is way too long to kiss your son
3: And you can tell the son's uncomfortable, too. Like, you can tell he doesn't want to do that. Now, granted, no kid wants to do what their dad tells him to do, but, like, you can see it in the kid's, like, action and face, and he's like, Dad, I don't want to do this again. And it's right in front of a masseuse, too.
2: And cameras. I mean, yeah, dude, you, here's the other thing. Yeah, you're being rubbed down by right. another man. Right. And then now making out with your kid. Get over here, boys. Start making out with me. JP <laughs> tweets it says, dude, I went to try to kiss my mom on the cheek once. I accidentally hit her lips. Oh. I haven't felt right since. Ah. Ah. I would agree. That's weird. Like, do I want to tell the story or not? Yeah, do it. All
1: right, so <laughs> what like, what the hell my, else do we have going on? So, like, out? I
2: was growing up. And I was young. I was probably eleven, and I like went to like kiss my mom, yeah. like on the cheek, kind of like that. And it kind of happened. And my mom kind of like stopped in the situation and kind of explained to me why that is inappropriate. Because this is, it's okay for us to embrace for a- affection, but we cannot lip embrace for. A- Effect. You know what I mean? Like, I remember being taught like a lesson as a kid. Like, you don't, this isn't yeah, what you do. You don't just make Because out my with parents Mom. weren't trying to like make out with me. Right. I think it's, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I'm not going to judge you, but if you're telling me I'm mm. splitting hairs on this, I w- I do. Then I want to interview you. Where's the split? Right. Like, I, where, I, where's the other side? Because I want to know, like, what the hell else is going on in your house? That, that, Because if you think this is okay, what other lines are where you yeah. secretly... It's like, what are you doing?
3: If this was a trailer instead of a mansion, this would be a completely different story we were singing about some guy who was kissing their kid on social media. Completely different story.
2: Oh, yeah. If this is... Like I, I've been saying all morning, if this is your neighbor, right. you're not giving your neighbor the benefit of the doubt. Much like I've always said about Michael Jackson, if your neighbor... Had a chamber off his bedroom that nobody knew about, and then they ended up finding nothing in there but stuffed animals and kids' toys. You'd be like, "That's weird," but because you like thriller, you're like, "Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, you know, share your bed with a kid. I guess it's all right." No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Mike writes in and says, "I have three boys. Kisses stop around three years old. After that, it's high fives and hugs." I get it. I uh, I, I I totally get it. I guess I'm the Wayans brothers. Or the Wayans brothers, they, those two kiss each other all the time? That's totally weird. My brother and I, dude, we'll barely shake hands.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, much like with my dad, my brother, it's usually a handshake and a, like, a quick hug in there. You know, you do that little backpack and then you're done.
2: Emmy, who just had a child, like this last year, I believe it was, says this is inappropriate after like toddler age. Again, she sent me another picture. Here's Tom kissing his kid. And now, again, this, I think, is just an unfortunate, like, where his hand happened to be, like, wrapping around. But his like, hands near his kid's butt. I don't think he's trying to do that. But, again, he's, like, lip-locked with his kid after the Super Bowl. CCTE makes you do a bunch of weird things, bro. There it is. We got to get these guys off this field. Totally strange. God, that is really weird. More Sands Ray Show right around the corner. Hang on
0: boys brought popcorn. The Ferry Show. Because
2: I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you guys, right here from North Kenton Collision. The folks you call. Rock
0: 106.9. Welcome back to the Bray Show. Rock
2: 106.9. We have some Leonard Skinner tickets. We'll pass those out here momentarily. one 800 243 the number you need on those. Before the break, we were talking about this uh, piece of video that we got. And you can see it at Facebook.com slash Stansberry Show where Tom Brady like lip locks his son for like five mm-hmm. seconds is what we count it. And here's what happens. Like the kid like asks for some help with this like fantasy football team. Brady asks, what do I get? The kid kisses him on the lips and Brady goes, that's a peck. Kid walks all the way back over there and they like it's a, like an embrace is what I keep calling it. And Amanda tweeted in during the break and has touched on something that I think we all forgot. And she says, I think it's worse to teach the kid that if you want something, you have to pay for it with affection. He's making him an easy prey for a perv. And this is interesting because I feel like that's maybe normally I'd be like, ah, we're going a little far here. But it was at the, at the onset of the Me Too conversations and like all this stuff, there were women out there saying, you need to teach your daughters right now not to hug the uncle that they don't necessarily know at like, remember Thanksgiving, don't hug your family. Don't hug. If you hug your family, you're showing them that affection is to be paid for. And it's like, so why is it? No, notice this is how different the world looks at things versus a boy versus a girl, which I thought we were all equal. I thought we were all the same. I thought we were supposed to treat everybody the exact same way. Well then, if that's weird for a young woman to have to deal with it, then it's weird for an 11 year old boy to have to deal with
3: it. And Amanda is saying that an 11 year old. No, I'm to, not okay. taking
2: issue with Amanda. Um, I'm taking issue with everybody else who's telling me, dude, like I'm, I'm freaking out over this over nothing. No,
3: I understand that concept of you shouldn't teach kids that like that's how you earn things. That's how you pay for things. I, I, I get that. I, I don't argue with that.
2: I don't know. I mean maybe I again I think I'm smarter than the average bear so maybe this is it but like I don't I would have never equated oh my dad wants a hug for something, so like that's obviously I would always feel like for me, like yeah, there are different rules for my family versus like strangers or other people I don't really know as well. But again, not every kid's going to have that logic, and maybe what I'm doing there is applying 40 year old logic to my 10 year old self, and, and, and maybe I don't know as well.
3: And I, I, you know, I mean, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but one of the things you always hear is that like when it comes to kids getting molested and kids getting raped and stuff like that, it's a family majority member. of the time. It's somebody that they know, they know, right? It's normally so, somebody close
2: to you, so they can get away with it.
3: So, like,
2: strangers are, are your uncle. I just think, and again, I know this to be true. If this was a video from Belden Village Mall of a mom lip-locking her son for five seconds, you're freaking out. You are freaking out. It's on all the mommy blogs. It's on too.org, It's on all this stuff. But we excuse, this is what, remember when I was saying the other day, I want to be loaded so I'm not weird, I'm, a, I'm eccentric, because that's what this country does. Howard Hughes wasn't like a weird like nutcase, he was eccentric, because he was loaded. We excuse awful, weird, strange, inappropriate behavior, as long as you entertain us and you have a ton of money. Because then what we do is we look at you and go, well, you must know better than me. Look how successful you were able to become. If I knew, if, if if I was any, if I was better, I'd have that life. If I was better, I still wouldn't be kissing my kid. I just think it's strange to kiss your kids on the lips at at 11 years old. No matter what the situation is, no matter how long it is, it just looks weird. Now I won't go overboard and be like you're molesting your kids. Like that's not what I'm saying. But it's definitely closer to a line than I would want to be. If I was raising a parent, okay. So we're family members, right? Right. If there's a picture of me lip-locking my niece like that, who's 12 years old... Not good. Not good, right? Not good. Like, even the thought of it, to even present that as, like, an idea on the show... Right. You awful, I'm sure. Makes me quiver inside of, like, dude, how disgusting and gross is that idea? But how is it that much different... You'd say, well, it's my son, it's my daughter, and I could say, well, yeah, but that's kind of, for me, what makes it almost worse.
3: I, 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 I have yet to hear the argument of, like, why this is okay. Like you said, somebody was saying, oh, you guys are splitting hairs Well, now. turn me around. Where it, Where's the argument?
2: I'm a common sense person. I change my mind all the time when presented new, with, with new information. I am not unmovable. I try to be as movable in my opinions as I possibly can because I feel like the human being learns something every day if they're trying. And so I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to adapt. I'm willing to broaden my horizons. I'm a pretty open thinker. But this one, I'm sorry, dude. Anybody not named Tom Brady, and you are eye rolling the crap out of this. Leonard Skinner coming July 27th. Blossom, let's get you hooked up. We'll take caller 15 1 800 243. Seven six two five on that And then a thousand dollars Up for grabs Right around the corner you Guys hang on
0: The Stansberry Show Alright I like it I like it a lot Rock 1069 Rock 1069
2: Welcome back to The Stansberry Show
0: On Rock 1069
2: Online at WRQK.com If you missed that Tom Brady Making out with this kid mm-hmm. Video you can get it at wrqk.com. dot com. I don't want it. Uh, the more uh, the more messages coming in, it seems like the more and more people are with us. So I'm like worrying less about America right now. Okay, like well, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little bit better about it. Right? That's good, uh, guys. Your girlfriend. And or wife, depending on what your situation is Is going to be dragging you to Some place pretty soon she's Always dragging me to places, dude Yeah, always. you're going to a Groundhog Day celebration tomorrow Always dragging me to
3: places, a Groundhog Celebration, it's not even Groundhog Day Tomorrow, that's today, and it's like, no, babe This is when the library's doing their Groundhog Celebration I'm like, babe, it's for eight-year-olds What are we going to this for? And she's like, no, we have to go I
2: don't think you do I don't think you do. And then on
3: Sunday, dude, I'm I'm getting my ass hauled up to the IX Center. Your boy's got to go to the great big home and garden show. It's not as bad, but still, I don't want to go do that no. stuff. She's always dragging me to I stuff. I would
2: rather go to the home and garden show than go to a Groundhog Day celebration. Yeah,
3: yeah. But uh, you know what? I really want to go is my couch, bro. <laughs> I just want to lie down. I, your boy's tired and needs to watch wrestling.
2: Very tough gig, Matt Fantone has. tough
3: gig. It's tough life for your boy over here.
2: <laughs> Matt Phantone's got a very tough life. But apparently Warner Brothers has secured the rights to use the name Central Perk for future plans of opening up coffee shops Ugh. named after the friend's famous location, Central Perk. They're gonna they're they're looking to now they haven't announced like when, but they have reserved the right to use the names for future coffee shops. Now they'll probably just franchise them out. But apparently they have also; they're looking to seek the trademark Central Perk for use with toys, games, slot machines, and other things. Meaning what? We're getting a reunion, right? Um, you start lining up what you can sell before you do it, right? Just so make sure. Let's get the toy rights. Let's get all this stuff locked down, and then I mean, right? I mean, they they already did that fake video of of a movie to come back. Because when I first heard this, I was like, "You missed your window on Central Perk, right? Like you kind of missed the window on this. It's been—I mean, Friends has been off the air now. What a decade,
3: right? More than, Yeah, you know, more than I'd bet. Two thousand and eighteen.
2: Probably what two thousand is probably when they're—that's what I was gonna say. Early two thousands, maybe two thousand four so, or something like that. And so, it, so it's been a while, right? And I started thinking about it. I was like. If you open these now, yeah, because of Instagram and stuff, people are gonna want to go. And if the coffee's good, then then you'll hold out. You'll you'll be you know what I mean. You'll make it. But it just seemed like again, like much like Super Troopers too, where it was like, yeah, I saw the trailer and I think it's it does it looks funny. But before I saw the trailer, I was like, dude, kind of missed your window here, right?
3: Like. Well, I'm going to disagree in the sense of nostalgia is bigger now than it's ever been. And you see it all the time. That's fair. I mean, it's like, dude, how many more times do we have to watch a Ninja Turtles movie? How many more times do we have to watch Starchy and Hutch? How many more times do we have to watch 21 Jump Street? They keep doing it because they keep making money on it. And that's
2: the truth of it. And that's why. It's much like why we keep playing the scorpions right. because you have right. a, you you you'll listen to something you don't love that you know versus something you might love that you don't know.
3: Yeah, rock you like a hurricane is a staple for a reason there. Right. There's no question about it. It's fair. Um and I think that with Netflix kind of bringing friends back to the forefront a little bit there of like You know, everyone has that show available to them all the time. And I think a lot of people will use it as like their default of like, all right, we're going to bed. We got to turn something on TV. Ah, Whatever. It's friends. We've already seen every episode. So like,
2: I uh, got to admit, dude, like as a guy who like bags on the sitcom, like friends is a guilty pleasure.
3: Friends was good. For an era, I felt like, in the middle of the show, I felt like the early seasons were a little bit like, hey, you guys haven't found your way yet, and the later seasons got a little bit too, like... We've done too many stories. Yeah, you're a little bit of a caricature at that point of yourself, but, like, I feel like, dude, probably from season three up till season eight, it was like, man, dude, you guys are swinging right like, now.
2: Like, I legitimately like that show. Like, you know how sometimes, like, your girlfriends will just kind of make you something, yeah. the way you watch something, and you don't hate it as much as you as much as you may want to pretend you do friends is something like, it's not even a pretend. Like I actually do Enjoy like it. I right. found Joey to be very funny. I found Chandler to be very funny. Like those guys entertained me. Something about Joey that I, I kind of noticed.
3: And as I've watched friends more and more, oh, Uh um, me too. Well, no,
1: no, 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 no. no.
3: no. <laughs> I mean, you too as well on this, but a lot of times Joey alluded to being sexually abused and it was treated as a joke. Like it was the punchline of a lot of scenes was like, Joey had, you know, he was, they would talk about why he had, like, so many girlfriends and why he was so slutty, and, like, he would make something saying, like, hey... Really? So, yeah, and there was, a, there was multiple times I looked at it, and I'm like, I don't know if that's funny, dude. I mean,
2: the one I remember is like, when uh, the guy who'd, like, his tailor was doing his pants, uh-huh. like, he would go too far up and cup uh-huh. him.
3: And he thought that was normal. He thought that that's the way it happened, is that, like, you just get your d or by your tailor. Uh,
2: again, Chandler and Ross were like, bro, that ain't normal unless you're in prison. So... I never noticed that.
3: Yeah, Joey, I, I felt like had been through a lot, and it just always seemed like a punchline to him.
2: Interesting. I, uh, I'll i have to go back with a finer-tooth comb and check that out. But, so here's what I want to know. Why aren't we getting a reunion? Like, who's... The, like? The biggest star from that show Far and away Is Jennifer Aniston right? Oh it's
3: not even close dude. There's, I, the, the other five of them Don't even uh, Not even close
2: I know David Schwimmer Does a lot of directing A lot of producing He was in that OJ docu-series That yeah. was pretty good Yeah um, So I think he's been successful Behind the camera a lot And in the producer's chair a lot Um, Matthew Perry is a guy I really, really enjoy. I just think Matthew Perry's a funny guy. Um, He's had a couple of shows that flamed out really fast. I know they tried to do the odd couple with him, and that flamed out. Mr. Sunshine was a show at ABC that I really, really liked, but I knew it wasn't long for the world because it just didn't... It wasn't mass appeal. Like, I really liked it, but I was like, this is too niche. And then, like... Matt LeBlanc was on a great show on Showtime Called Episodes that I love That's on Netflix too by the way if you haven't seen it you should watch it But again it wasn't like a hit it, I liked it but it was not a hit And so like what are these People holding out for is my point So is it is it they can't get Jennifer Aniston to do it I don't know why they couldn't
3: get Jennifer Aniston to do it She does commercials for like Jergen's oh, yeah. lotion and like Emirates, and like, like she does the planes, yeah, and, yeah. Like, and like and like Powerade or Power Water or one of those. So like, if she's doing a commercial for five million dollars, why aren't you going to do the Friends movie for twenty five million dollars?
2: Oh my God, is that what you think they get paid?
3: Yeah, I mean, dude, they were getting paid a million dollars per episode when it was on, dude. If you think that they can't go in there and say, yo, Netflix, $25 million for each Jeez. one of us, $150 million there.
2: Yeah, but dude, now you still got a producer's money. You still got like director's money, writer's money. Marta Kaufman and David Crane are going to want to be paid handsomely to do it. If Which, you, by the way, episodes was done by David Crane, the, the co-creator of Friends, and he worked with Matt LeBlanc again, and you can definitely tell like there's definitely a connection.
3: If you could get the if you could get the Friends movie made for under a quarter of a billion dollars, you're making your money back, no problem. You no think? problem. No problem, dude. Yeah, 20, $250 dollars, and that's one hundred fifty going to SARS, yeah. and then $100
2: hundred million to other crap, dude. Chicks are gonna go now. see that movie three times. Come on now. Like, I get why they can't get Seinfeld to do it. He's worth a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah. get why they can't get Jerry to do it. But, like, these. Other Lisa bucks. Kudrow, dude, she ain't got nothing what else What is Lisa Kudrow she doing?
3: She ain't got nothing else going on. I, I think the part of the problem that this is going to be is they're not doing it like a pop-up bar. They're doing it like um, a franchise. And if you have a bunch of these, that's where I see the problem. If this was one in New York and you had to go and you had to go like, and it was like everyone was dressed like it was the 90s, then you're on to something. Trying to franchise this out is going to be the problem. That's where it's like, eh, I don't know if that's going to work.
2: I uh, I just think if you're trying to get the licensing to put it on other things, it's not solely nostalgia. Right. That it is, you think you're reinventing this brand somehow, and that you're going to look to cash in on a major way. And I gotta be honest with you, like a schoolgirl, dude, I would be giddy over a friend's reunion. Like it's a total guilty pleasure because I know a lot of guys like listening right now are like, dude, how queer are you? But I don't care. I Dude, that show was one of those shows, dude. I just kind of dug it. Your shot at $1,000 is right now.
0: Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword money to 200 You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. <laughs> Rock. 1069.
2: Hey guys, what's going on? You got right here for the Wakeham Auto Family. If you've been thinking about a new, maybe even pre-owned car, then Wakeham's the place you need to check out. As a matter of fact, the Wakeham Auto Family is Stark County's largest pre-owned dealer. That's what I was looking for. It was a pre-owned Honda when I showed up there. Sure enough, they found me a Honda Accord, exactly what I wanted, well within my price range. We started talking credit and those kind of things and I got really worried. I've had some you know, gaps in my employment history. Obviously, the credit score, probably not the best they've ever seen. And so, like a lot of you, I was sitting there worried. Like, what the hell am I going to do about this. And they just kind of put me at ease. They said, look, man, we deal with over 30 different banks here and uh, different lenders. We're going to be able to find you the loan. And I sat back in my chair and I was like, yeah, well, we'll see. Right. (laughs) Because I've been turned down for some other things. And sure enough, they found me a loan with the parameters I needed, and they got me a car well within my price range. If you're thinking your credit's going to hold you back, I'm telling you, you need to think twice on that. Start online at wakem.com, W-A-I-K-E-M.com. By the way, when you check out cars there, no one's ever going to ask you to put in your social security number. So that part's good, right? So check out wakem.com or just stop by the Wakem Auto Mile. That's at West Huskin Lincoln Way between Canton and Maslin. Head up there, do what I did, save the Wakem Way. 106.9. Welcome back
0: to the Stansbury Show on Nine. We're online
2: for you, Wrqk.com still have charge tickets we'll pass those out to end the program in a little while 1 800-243-7625 the number you need on those so Twitter telling me that uh, our good buddy Dustin hit me hit yeah. us up on Twitter it was like Stansbury. earlier in the program you were you were doing a list of things that make you a total douchebag. Yeah. Like the list of things people can do that make them a douchebag. He's like, I think talking about friends should be added to the list of things that
0: make you a douchebag. Stop it. (laughs) And
2: I got to admit, dude, that's funny stuff, dude.
3: Here's what I'm going to say, Dustin. You know what? We're done with friends. You know what we'll move on to? You know what we'll move on to? Do you want us to move on to the Cleveland Browns? I don't think you do. I love it.
2: I love it. I walked Phantom right into what Son I wanted. Son of a bitch, dude.
3: Son of a bitch, Dustin. Are you kidding me? He texted me earlier, and he's like, you know what I'm thinking? And I'm like, what? And he's like, Browns Roadie 2018. I'm like, Dustin,
2: what are you talking about? I can't believe he's not on his way to the tattoo shop to get a tattoo of Tony Dungy, who said the Browns about dynasty the Patriots. Like I can't believe that. I gotta read more about that Dungey story and like what his math on that is. Um, I didn't read it. I don't know anything about it,
3: it. It's hard. It's hard for me to say he's right or he's wrong because I didn't watch 1950s Browns football. I'm not a historian. I just don't know if the Otto Graham era was as dominant
2: as the Tom Brady era. Era. I don't. I don't know. I don't. All right. Maybe. I don't know either. Okay. So I don't want to speak in definites. But. What I will say is most people care about the modern Super Bowl era. And all that stuff happened before the modern Super Bowl era. So if you ask the average football fan, hey, who's got a better dynasty? Five championships in the modern Super Bowl era or the 1-31 disaster uh, (laughs) in Ohio?
3: Right, but I mean, that's the whole point, I guess, is that Tony, Tony Dungy, a true historian of the game, has much better perspective on something like that than, you know, some... Some idiot.
2: I'll be interesting. This st- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think I would take the Patriots if it were me. But what do I know? I don't know anything. Speaking of the Super Bowl, yeah. There's something that's not going to happen on Sunday. Right. That I think is crazy. Now, normally I would tell somebody stay on brand. Don't deviate from what your brand is. If this is who you are, be who you are. If it's called Coke on Monday, it can't be New Coke on Wednesday. Stick with it, right? Stay on message. Stay on brand. But this, I think, is crazy. That's probably too far. This, I think, is a misstep. Normally, before the Super Bowl, I think it is, Yeah, there is a, a TV-recorded message... From the Commander-in-Chief, the President of the United States, I think, what, well-wishing both teams, like, hey, thanks for coming together, like this, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, we all know what they do, right? Yeah. And it's obviously not important, or it doesn't really, sign, you know, it, it's not significant in any way, other than the fact that it's one of these everyday 99-cent American things. It's kind of one of these just, like, like these American things that we just kind of, like, have, and it just, I don't know, for some reason it makes us feel better about stuff, right? and the president's not going to do one of these now I under, now and I set this up by saying what stay on brand don't go off message and I know his brand all year has been the NFL's bad right they won't stand fire them scumbags all that stuff right let's boycott that whole thing even though nobody did numbers way up attendance way up but whatever actually week to week they were down about a half a million viewers this and that but ultimately attendance through the gate up this year versus last year Pro Bowl numbers on TV up versus last year. NFL's doing fine. But if you're, this is one of these things where you're missing a moment here. You're missing a unifying moment. And much like when the NCAA tournament came up, I said, dude, this is one of those things Obama did that if you just would do the bracket, you could earn some favor on the other side of this. People that don't really care about politics, but kind of like this kind of stuff, you're like, oh yeah, Trump, he's doing it. I like it. You could earn a little bit of that here.
3: Um, I mean, yes, unifying moment in the sense of, like, we should all, like, be okay with, hey, the president's up there saying something before the Super Bowl or filling out a, a bracket or doing whatever there. I just don't know if unification is necessarily the goal. I think drawing the line more definitively in the sand is what makes the most sense there is like, no, bro, I am doubling down on brand. I am putting all chips in here and, and, da- and damn the rest of you, because here's the deal is if you're anti-Trump. It's not like him coming out on the Super Bowl and saying, like, hey, America, you're the best, is going to do anything for you. Like, if anything, all he's trying to do is take the issues that are most important to his audience and and, and bolster
2: that. You're right. If you're anti him. But what if you're just kind of one of these people who floats? Who's kind of like, yeah, dude, I hear my coworkers and my family talk about how dangerous it is and how awful he is, but I don't really see it. My life's no different than it was five years ago, so I don't understand what everybody's freaking out about. If you're one of those, don't you kind of like him to do this?
3: Um, I think there's less and less of those people, especially less and less of those people who are going to end up voting. So I, I, I think that like he has to he has to look at it from the perspective of like, what do my dyed-in-the-wool true blue fans really want me to do here?
2: I mean, yeah, but I don't believe that those dyed in the wool, true blue fans aren't going to watch the Super Bowl, though.
3: Yeah, but once they see, but they're gonna watch it and not say anything about it. And once they see fearless leader up there, kind of like going back, that's the thing that he never wants to do. And 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 good, better, or indifferent, that's something that he's very much made his bones on. Is never retreat, no step back, no admittance of wrongdoing, no 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 giving a, no giving an inch. Anywhere. That's on message. You're right. No giving an inch anywhere, and this would be giving an inch.
0: This feels so petty.
2: Right? Like this, not only that, but it's one of the biggest audiences you can get.
3: 46.5
2: million, the highest number ever. I was going to say, like,
3: I'm sure it's going to surpass the State of the Union. Yeah. And
2: so, like, you would think even just the ego, and not like I'm like Trump's like a, like an ego man. Dude, the, like, there's ego that comes with being the president. They're all egomaniacs. You can't get to that position without being an egomaniac. So, you would think that alone was like, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. I mean, I get that he's been like, ah, this is this is a problem, they should they should stand, they should do this, this and that. But I mean, maybe you even say that, right?
3: Right. I mean you have your opportunity there. You have essentially like a the entire NFL audience there in front of you. Nobody's telling the president not to say something. Yeah, and I mean you could just do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You just do it. Yeah, what are they yeah, yeah Roger, do?
2: I won't. And then get up there and just do what you're gonna do. You're the president. Nobody's making you walk anything back.
3: So I guess if he was going to do it, that would be the way to go about it. Is you know, but
2: then, then the country's like mad at him for taking the Super Bowl. What? I thought we wanted politics out of sports. I thought you right and like,
3: yeah. But like I said, the people who are going to say that are the people who have already said that, and the people who said no politics in sports are going to make the excuse for him anyway. So like that, I feel like that would be a no loss. I mean,
2: uh, I just it feels very. I'm digging my heels in. I'm not doing it. And it just, I don't know, it comes off wrong to me. It comes off petty to me. Just do it. it Let people call you a, dude, again, let people call you a hypocrite because you were anti NFL all year, but you're still going to do the message. And again, use it to keep people off of Russia or whatever the hell else you think people are paying too much attention for. This is the perfect, this is what I'm saying. I've been giving this guy a credit for a year and a half about being a diversion master. And here it is, like your perfect David Blaine moment. And you're going to, and you're going to skip out on it just to do it. Seems very weird. Do they still do the president calls like the the MVP or whatever? And like, do they still do that after the game? Like I bet when we you, were,
3: kids. I bet you, if it's Tom Brady, they will, right?
2: Yeah, I already saw a bunch yeah. of the Eagles players are like, dude, if we win, we're not going. Which, again, I mean, dude, we know athletes aren't going to go. It's not a new story. It's not a new thing. Brady didn't go when Obama was there, and that was a message. I don't care what anybody tells you. That was Brady saying, I don't agree with those politics. I'm not going.
3: What he, he was like, oh, I got a scheduling complex. Right. It's like, dude, you're Tom Brady. You're Tom you Brady. can tell somebody, hey, I got to reschedule. The president wants it, me. Dude, there's
2: no meeting in the world that's not being rescheduled if Tom Brady wants it rescheduled. They might move the Super Bowl to Monday morning if Brady's like, dude, I got to tell you, I'm not feeling great. That thing's going on. I, I don't think I'm feeling all that great. I don't know I don't like this move Again I'm that guy Who tries not to Jump up and down on him And I'm not You know Calling it egregious Or you know I'm not I'm not going there But it does feel Petty to me And I don't think That that's a word Too far And I think It's a missed opportunity And much like When I tell people That if you get An audience With the president You should go If the Super Bowl Asks you to do this Video for the country I think you should Do it for your country I really do. Those charge tickets and the close of the Sansbury Show
0: both happen next on Rock 106.
1: Rock 106.9. And all I got to say is it's Friday. And everybody help me say the sinner's prayer. Say, oh, God.
2: I I don't have words at all. Oh, my
0: God.
1: Clint Parker.
0: Melinda Brown
1: Duncan, baby. I'll
0: be there and I will mow you down under my tires. I promise
1: that. A friend of mine said to me the other day, "Why don't you write a song about all this NFL stuff?" So here goes. It's called Cheek the Dust Up." If if he were habitual homosexuals, then by all means, take a hike.
0: I thought I liked women, 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 women. women. And here he is, having the time of his
1: life. <laughs> And there's those big brains for me. It is, other than jazz, it's the only other real American art form there is There's a dirty
0: little secret
1: I've said that if Melinda
0: Brown Duncan, baby If
1: it weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her
0: But you gotta eat the booty like groceries You gonna die doing this dumbass Yeah, f- you f***ing f- fool
1: Open your mouth so I can give you this milk Open your f***ing f- mouth, man Gotta do you like my two-year-old baby The truth of the matter is You were not a good baby Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants you ain't seen nothing yet and I don't know nothing about it but I learned quick, fast and hurt they call her Melinda Brown Duncan, baby what? yeah, it's,
2: it's for real, for real, yeah you told me to leave wallet in my order while you're making out with that slut
1: being in the industry with how much what you take on your face? Bam, all upside his head. Just slap the... That's gonna make you slap somebody. This is terrible. This is terrible. I'm 46 Re- years old. You know, bring any- your kid. I ain't going anywhere. I had to, take off. Off. I had to take off my shoes. So kiss my black... I am outraged. It's not okay. They make fun of my nose. They call me ugly. They say I have no friends. I would just reiterate that again. Our record's unacceptable, and we accept full responsibility for that. I'm a made man in this town, in
0: this, in this media. You're coming to my world. You got to you got to earn your way in my world. You don't just get a free pass because you were good at playing tackle in the NFL. Thank you.
1: And God bless America. Good night.
2: Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. On Rock 1069, we have Canton Charge tickets. We'll get you hooked up before we get out of here. Uh, yeah. we're gonna go back to this Tom Brady issue just a little bit. Um, right. if you don't know, he was like lip-locked with his kid. It was five seconds, is what Phantom counted. Yeah. And people are telling me too many homophobes around, if you ask me. You take a kiss from your kid any way you can get it. It doesn't take long before they decide how they want to kiss you. People are sick and with dirty minds and narrow opinions. It's now a narrow opinion. For me to not think that an adult, no matter what the relation to the child is, should not be lip-locked with, with, with an 11-year-old for five seconds?
3: Yeah, and I don't necessarily think it's a homosexuality thing. I mean, throughout the conversation, we had said, like, if it was a mother and a daughter, or a mother and a son, or a son... I mean, it's inappropriate across the board. I don't think homophobia has anything to do with it, really. Right, I mean, like if it was, if that was Giselle kissing that
2: kid, I'd be all, I, I wouldn't have, I'd have a problem with that too. I right, I, I've been saying, yeah, I mean, dude, no matter what, it's weird. People are telling me, don't go see Daddy's Home two for sure because I guess they address this kind of stuff in them. Mo- That's a comedy, complete,
3: completely different
2: thing we're talking about. That's a comedy, yeah, completely different thing. Like this happened. That's a movie that a dude wrote and I guarantee you I didn't see it. I don't know I don't know the context of the scene, but I bet it's not to pass that off as normal activity. Yeah. I bet it's to laugh at it. And I wasn't gonna see Daddy's home too anyway. Probably not. <laughs> like, I'm good on that one. Another guy has says here, honestly it's a little weird when it comes to the length of the kiss, but it's his son. You're supposed to love them unconditionally. Yeah. Who cares? Not a big deal to me. I have two younger sisters and I kiss them on the lips, including the mwah kinds of kisses. I don't know what the hell that means. Like like
3: like really like mwah. Like, like, not just like quick pack. Like, oh, I, I mean, call like that flamboyant. Yeah, like, like, like he's he's getting some smooching in there. That's weird. That is weird, I dude, Whatever. I, I, that is weird. That's. And really I weird. understand, like, hey, you gotta love your kids for as long as they will love you, and as long as they'll give you a hug. But like, you have to draw lines there, dude. And like, kissing your parents on the mouth. I don't know, it's past my it, line.
2: Yeah, I just think it's really strange. If you haven't seen that video yet, Facebook.com slash shows where you can see it. Kissing adults on the mouth. As an eleven year old, nope, nope, nope. And again, no. I'll point you back to you gotta remember, there was an article around Thanksgiving that said, Don't don't make your daughters hug family members and and, and do it because you're teaching them to pay for affection. Or, or pay for things with affection, essentially.
3: That you owe your body to somebody right. just because they know you or love you or whatever, that you now owe that body to This them.
2: woman went so far as to say, I remember in the article, she went so, so far as to say is that you're training them to be victims later on in life in the workplace and in relationships and all this stuff so if that's true of a young woman i'm sorry then it has to be true of a young boy like we uh, again we're all supposed to be the same we're all supposed to be treated equally right or are there special rules for the sexes because anytime i try to say that people are like nope we ain't hearing that you're a sexist you're awful
3: there's special rules for kids at the very least where like kids shouldn't be having sexual experiences with adults like
2: I like it. Never that's right That's me, like, I think that's a dude. You now again, how is it possible the two morons that can barely make it through doing mornings at Rock 106.9 barely can come to like a place of like, well, yeah, dude, because that's logic. But yet I got to argue, dude, I got to tell you, and I said it earlier this morning, I'm not judging you, but I would be interested if you think this is okay to find out what other decisions you think are okay, because I'd be interested to find out what's on that list, because this to me is very, very weird. You don't have kids. You don't understand. Again, I said, "What if I lip locked my niece? Yeah,
3: She's twelve. I, I have parents. You know what I'm saying? Like I have parents, and I'm not like tonguing it out with them. If my mom wanted to kiss me extensively oh, like stop that, stop it, dude. I would stop just it. Feel what we, weird. What I'm talking about right now? I would
2: feel weird.
3: Yeah, everyone else feels really weird right She's now. Put a
2: lot of weight on in her old age. Stop it. Doesn't look as good as she used stop to.
3: Stop it. Your brother's gonna listen to this podcast and kick your ass, bro. Yeah.
2: He ain't kissing her either, though. You know what I mean? Like, okay, even adult to adult. Like, what a great, you bring up my brother, right? My brother's married to a woman. right. You got to say that these days, you know? Um, But if I, like, so if I, and I don't see them a lot. Maybe, you know, once every couple of years or whatever. So if I would have went out there for Christmas and I would have hugged Roxanne, And then we engage in a five-second lip-to-lip kiss? It's
3: going to be an issue.
2: My brother's going to punch me. Like, bro, why are you kissing my wife? It's
3: going to be an issue. Right? Yeah.
2: So if it's inappropriate for two adults, how is it not inappropriate for adult to child? I don't know. I I feel like people are drawing weird lines. To me, it's strange. And if it wasn't, I still maintain. If this Dude, if you looked out your back window and at your neighbor's barbecue this happened, you'd be like, my neighbor's a freak. But it's Tom Brady, so you think it's okay?
3: To be fair to Tom Brady, he made out with his dad, too. So, like, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I guess that's being fair about it.
2: Yeah. All that tells me is that we've had generations of Bradys doing weird things with their kids. And that through this kind of stuff, you're finding out that people do things and raise their kids in manners that are not okay, that are inappropriate. I'm sorry, dude. Lip locking your kid for five seconds like that at 11 years old is inappropriate. Your shot of charge tickets right now. We'll take all our 15 one eight hundred. 243 7625 on those. Teresa will get you hooked up with $1,000 at 1010 this morning. Aside from that, we are done. We will be back at it live Monday morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 1069. You guys have a great weekend. Hey, I know it's the Super Bowl on Sunday. I know you people are going to be, you know, going out, parties, this and that. Do not, do not, do not drink and drive. Take Lyft, take Uber, call a friend, do whatever you got to do. Save yourself the $10,000. Trust me, it sucks. More stands ratio for, for you Monday morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 1069. Have a great weekend. See you. Good
1: morning. The
0: Stansberry Show. Or the god of your choosing. Best morning
1: ever! Kenton's
0: Rock Station. Rock 1069.
2: Hey guys, you guys, Stansbury here for North Kenton Collision. The folks you call if you've been in a collision big or small. North Canton Collision is an insurance claims specialist and they repair every make and every model. And they also have state-of-the-art paint technology. So no matter what type of accident you